Hey, what is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Searchcast, Season Three, Episode Four, presented by Primal X Hockey and part of the Five in a Game Sports Network. I'm Zach Martin. I'm Bailey Curtis. I'm Cat Hunter. And <laughs> yeah, first of all, Bailey's back. <laughs> Yes. Hello. And, and, post-concussion. Post-concussion. <laughs> post-concussion. Post-concussion. post I've been through it, guys, but I'm by, back. By a car door. And <laughs> then I know I don't want to talk about it, Zach. <laughs> I understand. Glad you're feeling better. And as you can tell, we have another voice with us. Uh, we have uh, our – I was so happy that you agreed to come on and talk with us because obviously – we have so many questions for you, but it's Dan LaTaraka, the VP of Marketing and Brand Strategy for Canes. Welcome. Thank Non-concussion. Welcome, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I have one. Plenty of other issues, but not bad. But uh, no, I'm really, really glad you're feeling better. Uh, concussions. Yeah, I appreciate help. it. Um, and uh, Kat right. and, and all of you, thank you for inviting me on the show. And Zach, thanks. Thank you all for having me. I, I appreciate you taking the time to talk Canes. No, of yeah. course. No, we we mostly thank you for taking the time to talk to us. I mean, because I know you guys are kind of you know see you guys just got done with like small version of you know the prospect training camps and stuff like that. You're kind of gearing your way just, towards the season, so it's. Yeah. I was just surprised you agreed to an open invite. I think you're going to regret that by the time yeah. you're done with us. So. Yeah, you know, I, I remember uh, obviously I'm going to make a couple Yankee references here when Aaron Boone agreed to come on the their the talking yanks podcast a lot seemed like a good idea at the time and then as the season starts going on they start losing it gets a little testy but i promise i won't ever snap you'll probably be calmer than us we'll probably be the ones that are over here like breathe it's okay i mean thank you for all what you do i said it before i'll say it again now on actual camera i do and we all uh, appreciate all the work that goes into kind of building a, a community and, and and kind of engaging the fans uh you know, on our behalf so we're, we're i'm very appreciative of all the work you guys do no and we and we appreciate it and, you know we we try to do you guys proud because you know it's it's the hurricanes you know we gotta you know support you guys and you know love the team and just do what we can so it just we appreciate you guys yeah. You know, yeah. You've you you curated so. you you've curated a great brand and like like we've said multiple times, the Canes is just in general, it's the reason we love being fans of the team and everything. It's just the way the brand is, it's just it's very it's a family, it's a community, very it's something welcoming, we're really, fun. Really proud to yeah. talk about. Well, so, I, like, we're not official, but we want to <laughs> represent well. <laughs> I appreciate that. And I'm glad you mentioned uh, kind of those keywords there, Kat, because we actually a couple weeks ago um we took a our, i got our full marketing team together and we actually did this whole kind of brand uh evaluation and brand identity exercise with everyone on our staff because we hired a lot of new people uh last uh season over the last two years actually and uh, i want to make sure we want to make sure they all have like a voice in in kind of the direction our brand takes and how we perceive it and how we define it and uh it was it was a fun exercise but some of those words that you mentioned there are ones that you know, people shared of you know sense of community and connection and family and you know, sometimes those those words can be red flags, depending on how your family is. But uh, and mostly, <laughs> it's really uh, you know, it's something that we, we want to take that seriously. Of like, well, how do we fit into sort of the, the community here? Uh, how do we make people feel proud to be a, a fan? Because there's so much of a sense of identity and connection that comes from being a, a sports fan that we want to make sure we're we're kind of building this brand the right way to make it even easier to be proud of uh, the Carolina Hurricanes. So. 
uh, for better or for worse, we're, we're trying there. And uh, it was it was a fun meeting. And the reason why it's top of mind, uh, outside of you mentioning a couple of words there, is I was actually doing my recap of it today. So uh, some good stuff there. And what it was five years ago when we did this exercise last was uh, bold, regional, and fun. Um, and that could change a, a little bit now that the team is in a different spot five years later. So uh, yeah. we will certainly see. Yeah, I mean – I mean, I know you've referenced it, you know, over the just on Twitter over the season too. Just like all the people you added on, even like in December, you guys ramped up yeah. a bunch of new hires. I mean, the the graphics have been absolutely phenomenal this year. Just started the season through the stadium series, which the stadium series was absolutely Blew fantastic. My mind. That was so much fun. We were all glad we were able to go and enjoy it and see a win and all that and my bank play, account uh, hurt a little bit after but i'm yeah, fine worth it <laughs> worth it it was worth I, it I will, I, we will say our 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 critique of that it wasn't of you we didn't think the nhl in general marketed it super well but you guys did great like it was just it was everywhere it made us like the excitement just kept like building because yeah. we just the you way know, it was represented around funny that somehow came up in conversation today about the state <laughs> not necessarily the nhl and, and the marketing but um the ticket sales went so quickly and I think it surprised a lot of people in the NHL that we actually had a lot of good conversations with them around this time last year about how their marketing team was going to get involved. And they had some pretty big ideas about engaging different college communities uh, and um, what else getting involved with the state fair over here. And uh, then when the tickets sold out as quickly as they did, they were like, I mean, why, why spend money marketing this too heavily if, if all the tickets are sold already? So they did a good job when they got <laughs> to, um, you know, the the date of the game and they were heavily involved and, and so much work goes into that game. And, oh, and yeah. um, But, um, you know, I got to give a shout out to, to Matt Suter and, and Cato Cataldo, the two leaders of our our Matt on the, our digital and our, our, our brand team and Cato, our newly uh, added um, creative director. Um, he, Kato only started in like December. Um, so he had two months to build out a whole new graphics package and everything else. And, you know, Matt had to build this big social strategy and everything and, and our activated our crew and they did a really good job so much so that, look, I was not in the weeds at all for that. I was helping support them and provide some guidance, but when it came time for game day, I was out tailgating and they were the ones doing um, the heavy lifting and that iconic photo of the fireworks uh, and, and oh, the American flag and everything. So that great. was Kato. We obviously do have a staff photographer named uh, Josh Lavalli who we brought over from the Pittsburgh Pirates um, this past off season. But uh, the, the, the visuals of that were, were powerful and so much so that um, Tom Dunnan was so moved that he wanted us to build a, a photo book out for all the players and staff and coaches that were involved in the game and present it to them as like a, a special gift. So um, that was really cool. There was a lot of fun visual stuff there from, yeah. from what I remember. I mean, I was partying in the stands. So I, yeah, it, it was just so much fun freezing, but worth it just to be able to go to the first ever game outdoors and stuff like that. And like even in the playoffs, like the graphics were so great in the playoffs too. The hype videos were just absolutely amazing. It's yeah. like, like the game day graphics. It's like, Anything and everything you guys did was just fantastic and just absolutely phenomenal. And it's like, like even like the fact that social media was like, this is like our Stanley Cup for us. Yeah. The Eastern Cup, yeah. Cans and Panthers were just just bringing heat the entire time. It was yeah. just crazy. It's, it's like this oh, is yeah. something we've been trying to build uh, for uh, a number of years since I got to the Canes, and uh, we we finally I think have the the right people and support in place. But there's plenty of room for improvement. But you know, the pandemic slowed us down a little bit. I mean, we were, we got pretty lean after that. And uh, now that we've kind of built up our retail team and our creative services team and restructured that and then add a few people to our digital staff, like we're in a really good spot. And now I know some of the questions that we have will dive into this, but 
now it's like we can really gear up to sort of kind of reach what we're trying to reach like it, we saw a little taste of it now but that was like um we didn't have our legs under us yet and now we're gonna have uh, some really special stuff kind of happening soon so uh, it's cool to see um and it kind of makes us feel like we're in control of how this brand can go uh, because don and, and tom and eric and darren have done a really good job of, of putting together a great hockey team our job is is relatively easy now that we're kind of going to do the fun stuff to to build upon it. Yeah, like whoever oh, yeah. runs your like, I know you probably can't drop names, but whoever's running like the Twitter side of things, yeah, best account on Twitter or X, mm. however you want to call it, I don't yeah. care, however you want to call it, probably hands down, it, it can make Wendy's sweat <laughs> of just how much fun the the Cans Twitter. They account. do a really good job, and uh, I know it's a collaborative effort, and uh, they I'm, I'm always proud of, of the work they do. And and that, that said, I still think there's we can get even better. Uh, it, it's the thing there. Oh, so yeah. um, whether it's you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or the other accounts that we're on, uh, really, really proud of how we've grown socially. And uh, it's nice. I can tell you this though, it's not me. My last tweet that I sent on behalf of the team was during the um, expansion draft with Seattle when they called us the Carolina Panthers by accident. Uh, <laughs> my crew over there and like i know the social manager there so i texted her i was like let's have some fun with this and then i don't think i remember I that i remember that was so good that was that whole thing was just a debacle from the start it. but it was <laughs> i mean boy 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 cali there was so many just we, but it, it also was, it it never dies for us like i still i'm pretty sure i still see graphics every now and then when they have light and it says carolina Panthers. Every now and then, I see something, and I'm like, "Do they know it's a football team?" <laughs> you know, part of it's the Miami factor, then you have the the NFL factor, and I, I enjoy it. Um, although I do see it a little less now, and then I do think that the Canes brand has gotten a little more relevant over the past couple of years, which helps. But I kind of chuckle when I see it um, because it just, you know, it shows we still have some more work to do, and and but at least we're in the conversation in some small way, even yeah. if it's- yeah. So speaking of socials and stuff like that yeah. i know your social team actually right as we we're about ready to record some news dropped and mm-hmm. first of all i, I tweeted out i'm going to say for you guys whoever, whenever people are listening please be nice to your canes social media people they just post stuff don't yell at them please, please. um be nice to them they're, they're just doing their jobs they're, they're people too they're just doing they don't sign players they don't do it this that or the other they just... oh yeah i appreciate that it's obviously a fine line because you know apathy is so much worse than anger uh in in the sports world obviously you know we want people to be respectful with their opinions always and some people do a really good job of that other people yeah. get blocked um but it's you know, it's it's the kind that's of why thing it's there that's why it's there people so, and- yeah, yeah. Sorry, well, you know, the, the no. thing about the anger, I'm so sorry. I'm- <laughs> no, 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 go, 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 We do this all the time. <laughs> it's just, it's the, it's emotion. And that's a good, healthy thing. And, and uh, people only have that because they care. And obviously when it becomes a point where it's like, all right, that's a little too, you kind of cross some lines. We don't want that. Um, but, you know, it, it's that emotion, that frustration, that anger, or and the other side of the coin, the happiness, the elation of, you know, winning or doing something that like signing your favorite player or whatever else it may be, you know, it's, it's, it's all why we do this. Um, whether you're a fan or you work, uh, in sports, it's, it's without that emotion, it's, it's just, you know, this is flat. This is just a business. This is, you know, we could be selling refrigerators or something. So uh, yeah. no, I get where you're coming from. That said, I do think Twitter, uh, or excuse me, X or whatever that's going to be called now is, um, you know, it has definitely breeded uh, a certain level of, um, language that perhaps is 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 a little much but uh we'll see how it happens you know yeah. Yeah. Up to our social team and i'm it, sure they're 
Yeah. Well, so so the reason why we bring this up, um, like I said, as we were <laughs> record, Dan being, I guess, Dan, Dan spoke into existence, yeah. kind of. <laughs> no, it said no Stradamus is Dan Stradamus because he spoke this into existence. The social media team um, dropped the news that Tony D'Angelo is officially back with the Hurricanes. And per Walt Ruff, um, that he signed a one-year contract for a 1.65 million AAV. Um, he did score 51 points with the Hurricanes back in the 21-22 season, which was then the most points for a defenseman in the season. Obviously, Brent Burns just beat it. Yeah. This past season, with I think it was 63, if I mind. The last couple months have been a blur, so stats are just <laughs> this, there, and over there. But um, but I know, Dan. I know you've kind of like talked to us before the show, like you know, just you know, talking about Tony meeting with him and stuff like that. Like, is there any like insight like that you can give for us and stuff like that? And they're like, and also the, the, just dealing with the social media aspects of that too. Yeah. When you're getting a player and getting stuff out and all this other and all the everything else that goes behind it. Yeah, you know, um, from our experience, uh, I can only really speak to what it was like when he was here a couple of years ago. And, um, you know, from everything I heard and, and kind of witnessed from afar, uh, he was nothing but pleasant to deal with uh, from in terms of our marketing staff and our creative staff as we were going through different photo shoots and video shoots and uh, things of that nature. And and from what I understand, the, the guys in the locker room really enjoyed playing with him. Uh, they liked him a whole lot. I mean, I'm pretty sure... Brett Pesci just posted his like Instagram photos from his wedding over the weekend. I think Tony was in them. Um, so I think and, so. I believe so. Uh, yes. So there, there, there clearly is some really strong friendships there. I know um, there's this deli in um, Lafayette Village. Uh, I'm, Bailey, that probably doesn't make any sense to you because you're not around here. But for uh, or, or actually, hey, yeah, I, I, I lived there for 18 years. Oh, Give me oh, a little oh, bit. Oh. Of I, didn't know that. I, didn't, I thought you were no. a Colorado born no, and raised. No. Sorry. Oh, no, it's, a, it's I think it's called Bongiorno and Son. So, uh, you know, add drop there. But uh, <laughs> I, I remember the, the guy who runs the place, uh, he's, he's from Jersey, but he's huge. Uh, he's in the Canes. And he was always going on at like Trocheck and, and Tony would go there every week to eat. And, you know, so that what I'm trying to get at here is clearly there there's a lot of appreciation for him in the locker room. And, yeah, you know, certain players come with, uh, you know, a, a bit of baggage based on, you know, previous experiences or what they have done, but you know, it's, it's our job as a marketing team to support everything the organization does and highlight the good, um, you know, and, uh, and we'll, we'll try to do our best to, to tell the stories that we, you know, we will not try to tell to, to create a, a human element um, and highlight why this, this stuff makes sense. So, you know, we'll see how it all shakes out, but um, you know, anyone who's, who's in the red and black or it's our job to, to make them look good. And uh, you know, a defenseman who can score that many points, like, uh, you know that that's that's sometimes an easier task than than others for you know. So we'll we'll get through it and we'll figure it out. But uh, no matter what, you know we're we're here to to do our best job for the team and uh, no no matter what. So it'll yeah. be exciting. Um, and on the social side, you know it's obviously going to come from you're going to get a lot of engagements on it either way. Um, and you know what uh, the metric publicity. For, yeah, you know or not mad. Uh, you know the the. the Retweet, excuse me, re X's or whatever, they're the same. It's just, it's, oh, it's such a mess. Like, yeah. 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 I, I mean, yeah, it is a mess, but uh, I mean, I'm talking about Twitter, of course. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. It's, you know, um, 
uh, our social team is really, really good. Uh, not only are they very smart, but they're emotionally uh, strong. And uh, we'll be able to, to deal with this. There's nothing after some previous uh, stuff in the past. So we'll see how it shakes out. And who knows? There could be more moves ahead uh, in, in the coming days and weeks. So uh, that'll always yeah. get fans excited, too. And I don't know anything, but uh, I'm, you know, <laughs> I don't think Don's and ever you're just a guy who like you have has to create the graphic it's like how long does it take to get the graphic like do they tell you like well in advance you can get the graphics ready to go or like how is like how's that usually timeline yeah, sometimes usually we have for you guys? pretty significant heads up uh, for some of these and in okay. other cases we just do a lot of prep like we prep uh thank you graphics for just about every player who has even a remote chance of uh you know being dealt or not resigned or anything like that uh, and then, of course, uh, a lot of the like new free agent player ones are um, templated. So all we do is kind of plug in a photo and change some text and we're good. And then for okay. certain players, we'll want to go above and beyond. Obviously, guys like Orlov and Bunting, those are big name players. Uh, they're yeah. they're going to really help this team. So once we get word, and in those cases, it was about an hour before uh, the announcement came live uh, on the, the free agency kind of flurry day there. Um, we'll give our, our graphics team, our video team, as much advanced warning as we can to start building stuff out, whether it's like you know, jersey number graphics or jersey swaps or anything else we can do, quote graphics. Uh, and, and sometimes you get a couple days, sometimes you don't. Um, with Tony and last time, we got word about him and I think Anderson and Laveau all in the same day. And it was like a day before. So we had a day to kind of prep a couple of things. And then right. kind of wait and see what happens. And uh, sometimes more stuff gets added. Like, you know, Martinuk uh, ended up being like, oh, okay, that guy's getting resigned now. Um, you know, and that was last time we resigned him. I was like, okay, we'll add that to the mix. But most times we have a little bit of heads up. Sometimes you just got to move quickly. For what it's worth, um, the communication process as far as transactions is the best uh, here at the Canes than any other job I've, I've worked at. Um, but I think it's also because the industry has evolved a lot over the last 10, 12 years. Yeah, for sure. I'm curious. I'm. I think we're all kind of in agreement that it might be 77 again. So you just got to dust off the old uh, 77 graphics that you guys. That would make your that would make your jobs a little easier, probably. (laughs) When we saw the yeah right, it's like here's a jersey mock up ready to go. Um, When we saw, I think Elliot Friedman had the tweet earlier today that like, hey, there there's like some smoke to this fire here, and he tweeted something. I want to say this afternoon. I remember uh, some people in our our office were like looking through our old box of signed pucks and they were like oh yeah we have like two tonys left in case we want to do a giveaway uh and they were asked that you know we ended up not doing the giveaway obviously maybe we still will i don't know keep an eye on twitter for the during this live uh, recording but, you, heard, uh, you heard it here first <laughs> i think we still have a couple of um jerseys too that went unsold or t-shirt jerseys floating around in our warehouse too so uh that helps with production yeah, you know, they'll move. People buy them. Uh, I've seen a couple floating around still, even the past couple of years. So uh, and and, that, that, always, that always helps. Yeah, mm. and I know, I so I really value, because I we talked a little bit before this, before I got you to agree to be on here with us. And I was, I just had a bunch of questions. So I knew this way I would kind of ask our listeners, because like, Zach, everyone's going to have a ton of questions for you. Um, we but do. I we remember, got, us, we got a lot of questions. <laughs> I know, but I remember talking, because I was asking you about free agency and all this stuff. And I was like, mm. how, like, are you guys really stressed? Like are you waiting to be like, okay, when's the news? Like I got to be ready to post it right now. And you were saying like, well, not yes and no. Like we're not like, you know, super stressed, ready to be like, you get a little bit, like you just said, like a little yeah. bit of a notice, but also you guys have to make sure, whereas like Friedman, all of them are like, they can kind of speculate some like rumblings and stuff that's mm-hmm. going on, but you guys don't post until it's absolutely finalized. 
Yep. So you guys have a little bit more of like, you got to make sure every box is checked before you post it. So after a while with all of this, like we had some talks and then we had weeks of silence and stuff like this. After a while, mm -hmm. my friends were like, did you see this? And I was like, honestly, I'm not going to believe anything until <laughs> Kane's Twitter or socials post it because I know then for sure it's for real. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll always be right. That's for sure. Uh, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's, you're not wrong. <laughs> we can't, uh, um, we, we yeah. can't actually post it until it's been approved by the league. Uh, whereas like the reporters, uh, they can kind of like, like said, they can, they can tweet about speculate X about speculation. <laughs> Um, I don't even know why we're making the effort. The guy doesn't deserve us to actually say. Tweet, it. Yeah, we're tweeting yeah. it out. I just, yeah, I was I gonna say no. I, I want to <laughs> know if now that like when you're when you have that check mark, you're like verified. So if like if with now the it doesn't X, matter. It, well, the check mark doesn't matter because you just pay for it. It's not how it was before. So the, the check mark doesn't really mean anything anymore these days, honestly. Yeah. I mean, uh, the social media team was on top of it and saying they're it, he's sending yeah. mixed signals still on the website. It, like just, you can still tweet. Yeah. So just it's so, still just tweeting. So did so you great. guys make? Did you guys make? Um, speaking of that, I know we're getting a little off topic here. No, no, did you, the cane. I saw that they posted. You guys are is the cane? Are you guys on Threads? We are. We are. We. Uh, Do you know yeah. how it works? <laughs> yeah, I don't um, think anyone knows how that works. My personal thought on it is just spam and respond a little bit there because responses seem to at least yield a little bit of visibility on the feed there um i don't think there's going to be any real rhyme or reason for the next month or two uh until they can actually enhance the algorithm a little bit the platform does have value um i do think it'll it'll succeed overall um if x continues to falter uh i think it'll succeed even more but there's a couple things they got to get right but we are on threads we do have an account on Blue Sky. Uh, I don't think we will go over there. That's like another Twitter competitor starting uh, started by ja Jack uh, Dorsey. Um, Wade Minter passed along an invite. It's invite only right now. It's like uh, it's like Twitter, but for people that are terminally online. Uh, and I just don't know if that is a... <laughs> That's what Twitter was. <laughs> yeah, like it's, ah. really, it's like a heavily refined version of it. Because uh, I spent oh, a little time... So, ba so basically what you're saying is that the three of us need to get invited on because we are chronically on Twitter checking kids updates <laughs> well that's the it's, like, it's it's like um you know the the, the account drill and there's other ones like that it's like it's like those yeah. types of accounts a lot and then oh, okay. and, and like to me they they, they were they, he's brilliant they're funny like these amazing but it was always extra funny because of like it was these bizarre tweets in like uh, mixed in with like oh the canes have signed jordan martinuk and then it was like this guy tweeting about like corn cobs or something like that so like, that's <laughs> always, like the fact that like you have like the insane people in there with like the news and everything else if they're all the insane stuff like in the off the wall offbeat things it's like well then none of it is and it's just like a weirdo place mm -hmm. uh, yeah right oh, no it's yeah. i mean look if i get any invites i'll toss them your way i i logged on once and um, please do like hey, Please, yeah. um, but we do have an account on there i don't know if we'll use it it seems like threads is where brands will migrate to um right. and this actually ties into one of the questions we got about other social platforms um i don't think it was computer and coin asking about youtube it was a long one so i don't know if you have a graphic for that uh i do have part of it but yeah let me yeah so let me pop it up real quick on the screen and then hey, I will, I can read it I'll, again. yeah and i'll <laughs> actually give you the entire one i think it was actually on Oh, it was on one of the quote ones. Give me one second. Oh, no, okay. 
Nope, I literally just saw it. I can pull it up. I, I, I he's, it. he's great, by the way. We we oh. loved her videos uh, during the season, and it's just oh awesome. Oh my gosh! Like, Seeing them pop up on TikTok made made my heart so happy. They're so great. So I got part of it up here. Streamyard, please more than two hundred character limits for a banner. I I beg of you. <laughs> so this is a very polished operation. I give you guys a lot of credit. This is, this is really good. I, I mean, maybe I we need to. We try. Maybe our we need to pay more, Zach. If we maybe we just pay a little extra premium, yeah. we can. Do you have uh, Streamyard Blue by any chance? Maybe you get more. Time. Oh God! <laughs> I'm, I'm never paying, paying for. I'm not paying to use Twitter. I'm sorry. That's just not. Gonna be <laughs> Come on, Twitter. Zach. It's only eight bucks. <laughs> I'd rather spend eight bucks getting a Storm Brew. And Everybody else will know when they check click go. on that little check on your account, like you verified you your go. phone number. It's great. <laughs> I'm gonna spend seven fifty on a storm brew and use fifty cents to play a quarters game somewhere. There we go. We'll start getting yeah. quarters just for you. There. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Dan. I had I had some people. I knew this wasn't your area mm -hmm. of expertise, but I did have some people questioning their number one question when I asked them um, that you were coming on here. It's semi joke, but they said our storm brew is going to go back to being five dollars. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, like I think for the sake of public safety, we, we can't. Um, no, you know, I mean, you know how many so traffic cones knocked over when those were five dollars? I mean, I know we have a million traffic cones to begin with, but uh, no, uh, I don't know. I think um, I feel like the pricing is going to stay the same there. That is a different department, but uh, it's honestly, it's not bad though. It's still not bad. Though. I mean, seven fifty is. I mean, I've heard. I've been, I'm from Northeast Ohio. I'm, you know, Browns, Cavs, Indians, well, Guardians now, but like beer there is, is expensive. For I, drink, I drink Labots and those things are twelve fifty. So I was not feeling bad for them. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm surprised that people still drink Labat down here. It's, it's fresh. Okay. Uh, that's a good question. I know we got a lot of feedback about it and that's something that, you know, if, if fans are fired up about it, I would encourage like, Hey, you know, provide that feedback. Um, I, I do think they still sold relatively well last season from what I remember. Yeah. But, uh, I, I think, I think they're great. Man. They, unfortunately, they're not here in South Carolina. So whenever I do go back to North Carolina, I got to make sure I grab yeah, myself a 12 right. back and bring it back with me and try to save her as much as I can, because we don't get that down here. R and D brewing, please send yeah. to South Carolina. Being so they so might close, not be able to. I wonder to, how actually. difficult that is for you, Zach. Hmm. Hey, no, <laughs> hey, no one told you to come to Colorado. I mean, that's just that's that's right. a, that sounds like a you problem more than a me problem. So. Uh, I do think that we're not allowed to sell it uh, outside. I want to say it's like a seventy-five mile radius from PNC Arena. There's some sort of like legal thing from really? a brand standpoint. Yeah, that's, so I mean, that's fair. Yeah, I don't know it off the top of my head. I should know if Mike Foreman was here, he would know because he's really smart. So, but so, um, so basically, like seventy-five. Yeah, so basically, Charlotte. So basically, Charlotte. Don't even worry about it, guys. Got to go to Raleigh or yeah. somewhere near well, there, slightly north of Charlotte. I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't mind geography yeah. North Carolina too well yet. Greensboro, maybe. That's yeah. kind of east of uh, Charlotte, but yeah. Um, yeah. We just gotta yeah. meet him in the Dan. We gotta meet him in the middle, and you got those uh, storm hockey sticks. Yeah, oh, the, yeah. the beer hockey stick. You, you yeah, gotta I work mean, on those. those. Oh, uh, well, yeah, yeah those, those beer bats making beer sticks. I'd be here for it. Who doesn't want a beer stick? All right, come yeah, come on. Come on over to PNC Arena real soon. Uh, our FNB team has done a really good job, um, and I know they're working on a lot of fun stuff for next season. Um, I think I probably can't announce anything here, but I would expect a couple of new spots there and a couple of changes uh, as far as. Some of the old you know, ones that you're used to, uh, like the candy thing, might get an uh, upgrade 
Um, Ooh, but I know they're constantly working. One thing that I can share here is more because it's like a desire that I'd like to do rather than like uh, <laughs> get, is I want to start seeing if we can um, create special food items for theme nights. Uh, I'm not sure what this would be like. Yes. Night, do you make like a Yoda salad or something? I'm not sure what. Uh, oh, or yeah. the or the blue milk. You know. Yeah, blue milk would actually make a lot more sense. Uh, oh, well, know, that would be like North North burgers or something. North, or if North, you had a if you had a a Death Star bucket of popcorn or something. Oh, like that. yeah. The child meal. Oh yeah, like surrounding. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I'm just talking about like the Mandalorian. Oh, I love yeah, it. yeah, for oh, the child meal. Yeah, for Grogu. Is yeah. If you guys are Mandalorian fans, uh, mm -hmm. we're very close to locking in a uh, Mandalorian themed bobblehead. I can't tell you what player it is. Oh, but, uh, for Star Wars Night too. So, oh, uh, speaking, speaking, hey, speaking of which, cat, I'm still waiting for my Jacob Slavin bobblehead. Let's go here. <laughs> you can get it when you come up for a game. <laughs> Don't forget your your hockey stick beer. Yes, I need my hockey stick. <laughs> Honestly, for North Carolina night, you guys can go absolutely to yeah. town on specialty foods from the Carolinas. Absolutely. And that's that's part of the reason behind that night. And, and uh, among others, like, hey, can we get new sponsors on board? Is Texas Pete or Krispy Kreme want to like get involved in a very Ooh, small yeah. way? Cook um, out. You never know. Cook out. Exactly. Now, I feel like we might not be able to cook out because of Shake Shack. Is that really oh, like yeah. I, I mean, but I'm like, I love all burgers equally. But cook out is near and dear to my heart i mean that's where my wife took me for my 30th birthday so uh you know, nice let's let's you know. go yeah hello I've, I've forget started. expensive places cookouts environment it's, it really it's like, that's you know great. What, dan is the man of the people so let's just let's <laughs> put it out there dan <laughs> is the man of, of hey, all canadians no shake shack's awesome too we had one by uh, when i was with the nets in my last job uh, right by mm -hmm. the office there and i went there quite a bit so you know and really any burger is good but cookout special <laughs> And so exactly. I have to ask before getting, because I feel like I'm delaying getting to her question too, but while we're on the theme, <laughs> while we're on the theme of theme nights too, I have to ask who goes into, or what team, I guess, goes into yeah. like scheduling which theme nights on which game day? Like how do you guys, or is that part of what you do? Yeah. Yeah. Bailey, that's a great question. Um, it's, it's definitely a collaborative effort. You know, and, and there are a few different tiers of this. Obviously, we have like the, the main like theme nights that you see that we announce. Um, and then there's kind of smaller community activations. Uh, and then there's kind of group sales uh, experiences, too, which you probably don't see unless you're part of that group. So maybe it's like, um, you know, a certain university coming here or another like chapter of like maybe um, like the V Foundation or other groups like that or even businesses. But the theme night piece, a lot of it's driven by marketing, identifying like, hey, here's some of this areas that we want to kind of build out that could help with ticket sales but does really help with brand and then ticketing obviously has a voice too like and this is a question and i don't know if you want me to say it the answer to it now rather than get to it but you had a question about star wars night and like have we ever looked into changing that to a sci-fi night um we have is the answer in fact we talk, talked about it at length this year and my personal stance is that like i love star wars i mean if you guys could see my house right now, my son just celebrated his third birthday last week, and you can't walk two feet without seeing Baby Yoda somewhere. I mean, it's oh, it. he hugs it. He's got a Baby Yoda blanket. You know, it, it's great. So oh. I love Star Wars. But I will say, like, we've done Star Wars night for a lot of years. Like, is there something else that we can explore that would make sense? I know someone asked about, uh, you know, Marvel night, things like that. So we've had the conversations. Um, obviously, there are things like licensing fees and other factors that go into play there. But um, you know, we're going to look at some ways this season potentially 
to kind of dip our toe in the water to see if there is an audience for some of those other things by maybe developing some premium items that like you got to buy a ticket, you get the the gift really or the, the promotional item. And then that allow us to track how many transactions there are. And then that'll tell us like, okay, we can build this out into a full on theme night. Um, whereas Star Wars right now, that sells an average, like I want to say 12 to 1400 tickets for us a game. That's huge. So yeah. understandably ticketing's like, oh, we don't want to get rid of that one yet. Let's... Um, Let's keep that around. And from a marketing and creative standpoint, we're kind of like, we're kind of out of Star Wars ideas. Um, but that said, I, we're not really out of ideas. It's just we, it, it's tough. We have a lot of theme nights in a given season, and we've done it for a number of years. But uh, with our new creative team in place, uh, one of the designers that we brought on, um, the, the young man who did a lot of the, the ones you mentioned before with the Florida Panthers, He's a big Star Wars fan. So I'm really excited to turn him loose. His graphics are going to be awesome. Because I'm a big uh, wallpaper guy for phones and laptops and all that stuff. Like anything, like I'm a math, like I got like over 50 something Star Wars books, but just like wallpapers, stuff like that are really great too. I mean, just because your guys' social media team is so great in terms of that. I mean, like just that in general. Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's it's a lot of collaborative effort to answer your question. We kind of go through, like, we talk to the community team, and we know that, like, under the hockey is for everyone umbrella. Like, hockey fights cancer is big. Then you have Pride Night, and you have, uh, you know, Military Appreciation Night. And then we know that, like, we still want to do some activations around mental health. So we try to make it so it's not too many theme nights. So Mm -hmm. we're not, like, crushing ourselves during the season. We know there's certain ones that are going to kill it for us. Like, Whaler's Night is always going to sell really well. Mm -hmm. And then stuff that's going to, like, help support our brand or make some new fans, like a NASCAR night. So this year's schedule is looks very – You still don't have Nashville versus Carolina. I know. That's why I – This is exactly exactly why I brought up who schedules these things. It has to be – marketing opportunity. It has to be. I know. It's been talked about. Well, the the hard part is – so after we get our actual schedule and we know what theme nights we're going to do, uh, the entertainment team and the ticketing team and a few others, marketing and community outreach, we sit in a room and we try to like kind of play the, the puzzle game of like, all right, this one could go there and this one go there. And there's certain ones that have to go in certain spots. Like I think hockey's if hockey fights cancer has to go in like November. And then like the NASCAR one, I think has to is go. Is it always in. a Sunday? Is it always a Sunday? Uh, no? Not always. Maybe coincidentally it is. Maybe. Yeah. I, I sure. It has been. It has been the last couple yeah. of years. We've noticed it's always been on a Sunday because NASCAR. Oh, you know. hockey. Oh, NASCAR. Yes, that yeah. has been because they have to bring some of the activations over from wherever and other people from the raceways have to come. It has to be a certain time of the year where it's like the NASCAR season has started, but not too early. So it's a lot yeah. of tuning uh, schedule wise. Um, I mean, hopefully one day Nashville plays us at a time of year where we can do it. I know we did car versus van a lot the past two years and it was Vancouver. <laughs> that was yeah. like the next best thing. Um, yeah. That, that was pretty good. That was, I mean, Hey, That's you know funny. Keep, hey keep bringing Ryan Blaney around. You guys keep getting W. So, I mean, I'm not upset yeah. about that. I'm a Blaney guy true. myself. So it works out perfectly. You know, it's, no, it's, it's been great. I, you know, I, I didn't grow up or, you know, I won't identify as a hardcore NASCAR fan by any means, but um, I, it's been a really good success for us. We get a lot of positive feedback about it. And uh, you know, I, I just actually spoke to the Chicago White Sox marketing team. They did one because they had that whole NASCAR race out in Chicago and got oh, a couple yeah. of ideas. So um, I think we're going to have some fun stuff. I know our retail team is already working on a couple of fun things too. So, uh, yeah. but it's a lot of give and take uh, and, you know, I'm hopeful that we'll be able to introduce a couple of new nights uh, next year or two. So this year is sort of like continuing to build what we have. And 
Um, I'd love to do a Panthers and a Hornets night again. I still really want to do a Durham Bulls night. We talked about that one, but with the warm-up jersey thing kind of going sideways, we decided let's do a couple partnership stuff, and uh, you know then we'll kind of keep building up the relationships. I do think that there is uh, a lot of potential with them. That I know they're a AAA team, but to me they're like a they're like they're they're basically like major league brand uh, in, in my mind, given the movie yeah. and their success. So uh, there's a lot of stuff we want to do. Obviously, the courage, and we want to keep working with them more, and potentially Charlotte FC. So there's a lot of potential for fun theme nights. And if anyone has any ideas or feedback, well, let me know. I know there's been, um, you know, desire for potentially a, a pro wrestling night or things like that. And oh, so Mo- Moose would be all over that, especially for a wrestling. Oh facility. my God, yeah. Um, what about the Mudcats too? Because I know they're not too far. I know they're in Zebulon. So have you guys ever thought about talking to the Mudcats? Yeah, you know. I know that we did some work with them before I got to the team. I'm a lover of baseball and, and mm. especially minor league baseball. So I'd love to do some stuff with them over time. So we may have to explore that. Oh, I know the, sock, had a, uh, the sock puppets would be so yeah. clutch. Yeah. I, know, I, I know a lot of people would love that for Burlington. Too, yeah, and they're not that far away. That's, that's yeah. sure. and, and even I, I just want the... Sorry. Yeah, I just want the... What is it uh, Jarvis had for NASCAR? I think he, he had his own little... Meyer suit. Yeah. His suit, and it's like, let's get some of those. Well, that <laughs> would... At least imagine little kids walking around the arena in those. That oh my suit. god! Let me write that down. <laughs> <laughs> That's really oh, just, just keep writing all these ideas. Out. So I mean, so the, there's definitely you talk about all the you know the bigger theme nights and the smaller yeah. ones. For me, the ones that I always enjoyed, or I'm glad that you guys do a lot, is mental health night. Yeah. Um, yeah. Luckily, I think it was two seasons ago. Walt actually was able to come in clutch and um, send a call because I because I knew you guys had the stickers. He put on the back of the helmets. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Yeah, you know, I like his way I can get one and stuff like that. And he's like, no worries, and send me one, and I got Love one. Him, Love him. Yeah, well, yeah, he's been on a couple times. We've had um, Wade Mincher on too. We've actually had Mike Mascock on twice too. So oh, we, I mean. All great yeah. people, like yeah, no, we we yeah, it's just in getting you on too. It's like we're we're just slowly building like the resume of like, hey, we got this person, this person, and this person. So it's uh, just Don will but... be on here before you know it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, if we if I, we get done with Del on, hi. I mean, if we get Rod Brendamore on, Jacob Slavin, you know, certain, certain players too, that'd be fantastic as well. Absolutely. But 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 going back to like, I think mental health is definitely. Something that should be, I think, more important, especially in this day and age. And I wish there was more push for it because I know they have like the Bell Talks up in Canada, and that I mean, that's good. But I, you know, I feel like there's, I feel like they're still lacking mm-hmm. in that area. It's like, is have you guys talked about any like how to like expand on that too, potentially, or is like, yeah. How's that? How's that lurking on your guys' side of things? It, it's definitely games? a unique one because you obviously you don't want to do what you can to support, but you also know mm-hmm. like for a lot of people, their their relationship with mental health is is something that's in some ways personal, um, right? Of course, where, yeah. where we um, I think can be successful is continuing to push to end the stigma to mm-hmm. make people not feel alone because a lot of times when you do suffer from mental health. Uh, kind of challenges or, or, or struggles of any form, um, you tend to feel isolated or like, and, and getting that perspective of like, Hey, other people are dealing with this and whether, whether or not they've been successful is, is you know, not important there. It's like the fact that, you know, other people are dealing with this and like, and are getting treatment or are working through it can be comforting to some. So um, I agree that it's something that every team in pro sports should be doing a better, a stronger job with, um, and society in general of normalizing that this is a very real situation. And this is something that, 
you know, is something that is worth investing in. So it's good to know that feedback from you because, you know, you never really, with some of these theme nights, uh, especially with like mental health and a few other ones, like you, you don't really know the impact that you're making. You know that you are, we're trying to do our best here and no one um, in marketing is an expert on this stuff. We try to work with some you know, people that, that um, have a relationship with the organization that are experts, but the best thing we can do is just amplify what they're trying to do. And we, we've done some things in the past. I know uh, our social team a few years ago, they, they, they opened up the DMs and they were trying to like throw positive affirmations uh, towards, towards fans uh, that way that needed help or offering, uh, you know, aids and stuff. But I think uh, the best thing we can do as a team is is to show that it's it's normal and to show that like um, you know it's, it's okay to 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 have these mental health sort of uh, situations and struggles and that also that here's some ways that you can get help uh, that you're not alone. So um, knowing that, I do think it's something that we should kind of continue to make a bigger push on. I know in in recent years uh, we've had a theme night um in the arena but it was like a full-on theme night and then in kind of past years it's been more of a community activation which is sort of like it, you don't get the full takeover experience but you still get like the people in the concourse and a few other things but that feedback's all valuable and speaking of feedback we are working on some ways to enhance the uh, feedback process from fans so we can know that we're going in the right direction um our thought was always though like all right well what do we do with the league initiatives? How do we prioritize those things like pride night and hockey fights, cancer and military appreciation uh, in, in kind of the full spectrum of like, all right, do we also include mental health night in that? So um, knowing that, you know, something we will continue to push on, it may not be a full theme night, but it is mm-hmm. something that it should be really, really important uh, for a lot of us. And it's, it's a topic that's very near and dear to my heart too. So uh, is, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, cause you want it to be eventually like, I mean, with hockey fights, cancer, to the point where, yeah. you know, it's not going to be exactly the same thing, but when people stand up and they're like, I'm fighting for, and they have yeah. the things up, like holding for like, they're someone they knew, their mom, their uh, a cousin, their friend from work, like all of that stuff. You, yeah. But you see the impact it has not from players, to coaches, to the fans, and you kind of want the mental health night to almost be sort of the same thing. Eventually get past that stigma of being yeah. like, hey, we're all standing up because we're all fighting this in different ways. You, it might not be exactly the same for you as it is for this person, but you know they're struggling with it just like you know your mom was struggling with it. So yeah. it's you kind of want it to get to that uh, impact level and to the point where it's reaching this amount of people and they feel that sense of again community and yeah, family yeah. and we're like we're all in this together. Um, so I, yeah. I mean I think you guys have done a really good job with that. But I mean to, to we can always do better. It, Any team can. Yeah, uh, we the whole all society can with especially a topic like this. Um, you know, especially over the last couple of years, my Lord. Um, so, you know, it's something that, uh, you know, it's, it's good to know that feedback and it's stuff that like, you know, um, I know there's a lot of people on staff where it's a, it's a passion point for them, but obviously we always have to measure our resources as well too. And, you know, in a perfect world, we're, we're more focused on like, you know, dealing with these very important topics rather than like Star Wars and things like that. Uh, but, you know, we, we try to, balance it all out and, and kind of do our best there. And uh, I think for, for this year, you'll probably see uh, an even bigger push. I know the league drives a lot of the bus there for these theme nights, but um, you know, our, our, our CR crew does a really good job of building relationships with um, you know different groups and, and hotlines and whatnot regionally. So 
um, I think, you know, it's, it's important for people to share this stuff. It, it really, really is, uh, helps end, end that stigma because there is one and whether it's in the locker room or outside of it, but I'm rambling. I apologize. Well, no, I mean, no, Star Wars, no, you're fine. Star Wars <laughs> can help. Star Wars can help some people with their mental health. You know, it can, it can be its own way of helping yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And building connection, you know, with other people and, and uh, through something that y'all mm -hmm. love, like it, it really can, but that's yeah. still no substitute for, you know, professional help yeah. and resources and, and things exactly. of that nature. Yeah. And no one had to get it. Look, a lot of people don't even know where to begin with that stuff, you know, and no, it's like, oh, yeah. like a psychologist or a psychiatrist or this or that. And, and sort of, you know, understanding what the right path is. Um, if hockey can help you a vehicle for that, great, wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Cause me, for me, it's just cause dealing with anxiety and depression and all that stuff and just being able to, you know, watch the can well you know for me it helps watching the canes and just interacting with the community which does help a lot too and then you know i mean yeah there's different avenues to talk to people and figure out what works for you so it's just having that community of people who understand and want to help which is a great thing and luckily the canes in their own way just you know gives me an avenue to be like okay i can focus on the hurricanes and watch this and you know and all that so it's you no. said it's whatever helps you and stuff like that so absolutely but. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so we did talk. So, Jules, do thank you for sending your question. I know we kind of talked about it a little bit. I don't, Dan, I, I don't know if you want to answer a little more on this. Yeah. She does. Uh, Jules sixteen fifty three on Twitter does ask: Are there any plans to ever do a Marvel theme night? I know you kind of covered it a little bit, but I think so. I think uh, most theme nights are on the table. Um, for some of them, we're going to have to do some pretty significant market research um, in order to understand if, like, okay can we sell a thousand tickets with this can we sell 900 tickets uh through there and i think if you have a really good premium item uh you can um the flyers today marvel theme night i uh, believe last year and that was pretty successful when i understand marvel is very control heavy in how their assets are used not saying star wars isn't but uh you know every company is different uh, so that's something we have to take into account but there's no reason why everything shouldn't be able to be explored um, I'm hoping for better bobbleheads in the coming years too on the Marvel side. <laughs> it's been okay. I'm just glad the bo I, I'm just glad the bobbleheads are back. Period. No, like, I was that, gonna ask. That, well, that's, yeah, oh, we, I, we definitely missed them. Like I've seen other teams do them, and it's like, uh, it's it's Captain America, and it look, he's great. Love Captain America. He's cool, but like, it's just. I don't know. I, I feel like there should be a little more custom. I, I'm a Marvel nerd. I have a bunch of comics sitting here and I, I read <laughs> comics a lot before my, my kids were born. I haven't picked one up since, but like uh, <laughs> I might, you know, I grew up on my dad reading like the super old Spider-Man comics to me. I'd like a few other options, um, but there's some cool stuff that teams have done like posters and comic books and all that. So long story short, would love to explore it. Um, we just got to figure out if there's the right audience for it. A couple of years ago, I would have said like, Hey, Harry Potter and I, maybe we could do that. And there's, seems to be an audience for that and like you know but now like i don't know <laughs> Wait, yeah. lord of the rings who knows yeah, exactly star trek night and then just like you know who knows um so yes uh we, we'll we'll explore everything um just to see what's good but obviously we want to keep it with that like um that lens of bold regional or fun does it make sense for the brand uh and does it make sense for our fans and then we'll, we'll go from there oh, yeah yeah all right so we are eventually so we are going to circle back to computer yeah. points question i did that up for a bit Sorry, we we were on it for a second, turned away, and then we're going to come back to it. No, here go. This is, no, this is why Dan has an open invite because we're not going to be able to cover everything in one episode. There's no way. No, no. Yeah, that was my plan. I'll, the old, you know, tire you all out. No, I, I can't. Um, to answer her question, don't you know, ask me back, please. <laughs> yeah, so her, so her, all of your server space. Uh, we yeah. we will explore YouTube again. Um, we did take it offline a couple of years ago for a number of reasons. Um, 
you know, it's just, I'm a firm believer in if you can't do something right, don't do it yet. Mm -hmm. Um, and yet being the key word there. So now that we have, um, you know, a very robust video team and we've aligned our creative services team in a way where project management and, um, and video and motion graphics and, and all like the creative crew are on the same page and part of the marketing team, it's a lot easier to fuel a YouTube channel out of all the social platforms. Um, I, I do think YouTube requires the most resources to do right uh, in terms of you know, video production and editing. And it's also a different kind of video. You can't just throw up a press conference in there. Um, you definitely have to produce stuff that is compelling and and worthwhile for your audience. And there's some other stuff you can sprinkle in there to fill the the gaps. But ultimately, we got to do it right. Um, so I would not be shocked if we if we had a YouTube channel uh, at some point next season, and uh, we we kind of fill it with some good stuff there. So I do think we'll probably start from the ground up. That's something the Atlanta Braves did a couple of years ago too. I think they redid it completely. Mm -hmm. I think that the URL of the old account was like Kaniac Nation, and from from an SEO standpoint. We might want to adjust that a little bit, um, but ultimately the plan is, especially with things going um, a little unpredictable, like with Twitter slash X, uh, investing resources in another platform, especially one that like I, I think is great. YouTube is a fantastic uh, communication oh, yeah. platform, second largest search engine in the world. Like it makes sense for us to invest some time and energy there. So I would expect us to get there. I don't know if we'll get um, like supreme behind the scenes content out of the gate. But the plan would be to, you know, pull back that curtain and, and show not only player personality, but a lot of the great work that our hockey ops team does. Cat, fire away. <laughs> I my first suggestion. Well, when I think of these videos, I remember videos of Dougie and Fogel, I think on scooters. Like just taking like a vlog like yeah. video of them on scooters down like yeah. Fayetteville. And oh. I'm my suggestion is just give KK and Jarvis a camera or some oh cameraman to go gosh. and just follow them. That and you'll have content for days. <laughs> oh my gosh. You just gotta crazy. catch Jarvis when he's not napping and you'll be fine. <laughs> Honestly, that would probably do well on YouTube too. Oh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Just, ASMR. You know, ASMR, you know, Jarvis nap uh, video for 25 uh, hours or something. And uh, oh my not that he naps that long. Maybe he does. Um, I, I, I mean, just content for days. Yeah, there, this whole there's your marketing strategy into strategy nap with a hurricane. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we say it's okay. Uh, um, so. well, I mean, like, because like, I knew you guys did, did dad jokes for a while, and W yeah. does great content mean on there tweets. as well. Mean tweets, uh, mean tweets, <laughs> mean, mean tweets would be good. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's so many avenues you can go down. Yeah, we, got I know, all, we got our quota tonight, so we're good. Uh, yeah, I mean, because I know because she did mention the Blackhawks because they do have some, yeah, um, they do a really a, good job, yeah, like on the clock to do stuff like that. I think, like, I think, yeah. like next shift or however they put it there's like there's so many new things that got coming out now yeah. too so we got pretty uh, deep video teams there and uh, you know we're still working to get our resources in line you know we're in a really good spot with kind of what oh, we are you, now. but no, uh, your video team you guys have now is amazing and like, uh they're really i'm also good. thinking of um what is it uh skinner with buffalo has oh, between yeah. the two stalls oh, that, yeah. oh so, my gosh <laughs> So I wasn't in this meeting at the league conference last week, but uh, someone on our social staff was, and apparently that whole thing was Jeff Skinner. Um, mm -hmm. He came up with the idea. He wrote the script. Um, obviously, oh. I don't think he shot it, but that was something that came directly from him, which is, I mean, he's, I never worked with him. He got traded before uh, I really, I, it was maybe three or four weeks into my tenure with the team. Um, but that's awesome when that comes from a player and it's organic and it's fun and engaging, like that's, that's really special. So 
you know, kudos to Buffalo, you know, keep, keep that going as long as you possibly can and mm-hmm. sign him to maybe a 10 year extension just to kind of have the content flowing. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, think about it. Like, you know, uh, Martin, goes to a Nickelback concert and they got behind yeah. the scenes stuff there or something like that too. I mean, there's, there's so many. Well, they are coming to uh, one of the, the amphitheaters around here soon. So they're coming uh, to Walnut Creek. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd be willing to bet money he has tickets to that thing anyway. So. I have tickets to that thing, so I'll let you know if I if, see him. I mean, if, if, I mean, if anyone wants to come to South Carolina, I'd appreciate it because like everyone avoids the state like the plague. It's either it's either that's Greenville. not true. Some of my favorite fans that keep going to Columbia. Okay, stop. Maybe Hootie the Blackfish. They they gotta come there. I mean, he lives there, right? Yeah. Um, I just, I so. yeah. Zach can just go camp outside his door and be like, I want a concert. <laughs> Please. Um, so this isn't a question, but we have to bring this up. This is from the Daily Kaylee. Um, she says, no wow. questions, just gratitude for helping me with the flags last year for the injured players. Yeah, that was um, fun. That was awesome. I mean, that's it, that was all Kaylee. I just sent a couple emails. So uh, obviously that was really special, what she was able to do. Also very unfortunate given that like, our players kept getting season-ending injuries and requiring yeah. flags uh, of support. But, uh, you know, it was obviously really special. And I think just a testament to how awesome our fan base is here, how passionate they are, and, you know, how much um, yeah, it – it's it's special here. I don't want to say it's like oh, it feels like a family because that's always a red flag whenever I hear that. I'm, I have a wonderful family. I love a great family relationship. I was always like I feel like that, that, that <laughs> just to clarify, thing. just to clarify. Yeah, but uh, it is it's 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 cool. So I mean that's obvious. I really hope we don't have to do that at all this season. Uh, so fingers crossed. Knock on wood. Not, knock um, on wood. Fingers crossed. It's a it's a really great show of the community yeah. in Raleigh though too because everybody it, like you hear from all over the NHL like hey there there's no market to kind of uh kind of showcase this team and they're like where are your fans whatever and i think that was just like a huge kind of eye-opening thing i know for us canes fans but i think other people outside of the community too just how much yeah. raleigh and north carolina as a whole cares you know well i i think that's why i think that's another kind of where we always talk about this but i think that's another reason why i think players want to come play here it's not only yeah. of course it's for the team of course it's for rod of of course, it's for that's a great place to live, but also for the fans that you can see that if you endear yourself to us, like if you play Kane's hockey, if you work with the team, if you show your character, like, well, you'll get an adoring fan base that will kind of back you up. Like you're in the worst position of your life and the fan base will be like, well, we're supporting you because you're always putting yourself out there and we're here to support you no matter what. So it's a tremendous advantage uh, that we have, you know, is, is our fans, whether it's on the ice when they're bringing a lot of noise or whether it's just the kind of the passion they pour back into the players in every which way it's, we're very fortunate, um, you know, in this market. So it's cool. And, and every single one of you plays a, a role in that and you know, very appreciative of Kaylee helping set that up. But I hope to God, we don't have to deal with that at least uh, at all next year. Yeah, hopefully not. So this one actually was from oh, yeah. via, via her, but Jared yeah. Ellis, uh, from Locked On Hurricanes, uh, it was like, yo, I'll, here's the question I want to ask. Yeah. So the one that he brought up was, when are the Canes going to team up with Crocs? Um, which <laughs> I know I, I think it was, a- it was Alex life. Warren. Who, Alex Warren had a Croc with the, yeah. old, with the old school Canes wording on it. And I'm like, I will need that right now. And I don't care because those things are phenomenal with the, with the red strap over with the logo for the Hurricanes. 
It's not. I didn't realize there was such an audience for Crocs still, but I'm way out of touch in terms of fashion. So I, I don't own. A, I've never owned a pair of Crocs. Yes, I've never. No, yeah. I'm bitter because I, I had them in in high school and got made fun of and now they're back in style and everyone loves them and there's even like high heel crocs and i'm like oh my i'm God. bitter because you made fun of me for them and now they're in style <laughs> so i wonder if there is a licensing deal in place with them um i do wonder with um the way the adidas relationship is going with the league that'll open up um footwear uh, to be available to, to partner with i know we we did look at some Adidas kicks for the stadium series game. We didn't have enough, like a an ex, like a, a hundred like set, like a limited edition shoe. But oh, I would be, I would a hundred. I'm a big Adidas like Adidas shoe guy. I easily would have bought a pair of Hurricanes ones. Yeah, don't give we me an excuse not to get one. Yeah. Um, we just like, I guess they couldn't source enough post pandemic. But like, I'll have to look into that because uh, you know we're always in the market for things that are are bold, regional, and fun and. What I'm gathering from the feedback is that uh, Crocs maybe are kind of regional. I know they're bold and fun, that's for sure. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I don't know if they're like a. Because I know they were boat shoes. That's why they were invented. Uh, to be like, not necessarily like like Sperry boat shoes, but like uh, the comfortable shoes that could get wet because of the holes in them and had a grip. So and right. they're rubbery. Yeah. They float yeah, exactly. So oh, you, you can put them in sport mode. Put, you put, yeah. You know, put, <laughs> Overdrive. Now my kids got love. He loves. He's got Batman and Mickey Mouse. Uh, <laughs> Like I said, I, I never really own Crocs, but if if, the, if you give me Hurricanes Crocs, I'm not going to say no because it's I mean they're amazing. easy. You could have the guys slipping off their skates and putting those things right on. Yeah, like, you go better than I mean, waddling around on, on skates. Yeah. I mean, I mean, right. so, someone did make Croc skates. I'm not kidding you. Someone actually tried to skate in full gear. Imagine skating in those things. Yeah. Like yeah. that's his, 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 his ankles just constantly just kept going sideways. You're not going well, anywhere. What I can tell you, this uh, Jared, as well as the the three of you i will prom i promise you i'll ask our retail team tomorrow like, Let's do a I, think, I, mean, uh, I mean i mean ask bailey bailey's made some pretty fire uh custom vans with some a lot of hurricanes oh i've seen some of those yeah yeah you do a very good job with those yeah oh uh, hey thanks, thanks. On Twitter or yeah yeah no yeah bailey made some great ones and i'm still I, i'm hoping get to some- get some more in the works i'll i'll, I'll let you know I'll have my hey. people contact your people. Hey, hey, hey <laughs> Bailey, send me some high tops of those uh, vans. I'll definitely. That's it. Those are in the works. Actually, I'm heading to vans sometime in Speak, the next. Well, Abs- we absolute another, beauty. While we pull up another question, and we were talking about back to the stadium series because that always gets brought up in our podcast. Um, that and you were talking about the limited like shoes and everything. Yeah. Were you expecting that? Um, is it a leather jacket that like that um, oh, yeah. Letterman oh. jacket that Rod wore? Oh, and I man. saw it and I was like, that thing looks so cool. And I was like, oh, I could get my dad that for like a present. And then I went in and I saw the price. Yeah. And then were you guys, was there only ever, was there only one to set? Was there like a limited stock of that? There was was there... A couple dozen of them, as I remember. Um, Did you sell know, all of them? They sold quickly. Players ended up buying up a lot of them, from what I understand. Uh, not all. Of I would, them, that makes sense. But they sold. <laughs> up. I know they were expensive because they were they were expensive for us to, to buy. But uh, now that we know that there is an audience for that too, I mean, we may look to to produce more stuff like that. I know. Um, look, I love our retail team. The job they've done. We brought um, a woman in from the Browns um, and another one from the Mudcats in uh, a couple of years ago, and. Uh, they joined our marketing team and every retail team is set up differently for different sports organizations. Like when I was with the Panthers, separate team, the Islanders, I think it was different with the nets. They were kind of part of what we did. 
but um, they're part of our marketing and brand team. And, and gosh, the job they have done has just been unbelievable. And that's not a knock on the previous department. I just never, I didn't know what was going on there because I just never worked with them. But watching uh, Bethany and Amy and their team work, it's like the, some of the stuff they did for the 25th anniversary with the starter jackets and, and all that, it was awesome. So now that we know there's a market for, for like this kind of stuff, that helps. And there's a few things we're working on right now that I think will be pretty cool um, as well as like, some consistent items that'll always be available to make sure that fans are like, all right, you can always get your basic t-shirt and things like that, but then also lifestyle items. So they are very creative and they have a lot of good ideas and we're going to have a lot of cool merch in the next uh, couple of years because of them. Yeah. I remember there was a cool shirt that went, uh, I think it was not last season, the season before. And there was a really cool, like it was one size fit all shirt and some girl posted it. And of course everyone was like, Ooh, I want that. And then it went out of stock or something. And I think, I think I tweeted Mike Foreman and I was like, I don't know if this is your Oh, job. yeah. That was the, oh uh, gosh, I remember that one. It was a rock, it was a rock band shirt, right? Uh, the style. Yeah, it was, um, yeah. was it oh, Kiss? Was it Kiss? Was it Kiss? Kiss? The the band. Is, it, is it junk food or is it Press Box was the shirt uh, company? And um, yeah. It, I, I think I think, but yeah, it but it went really fast. And yeah. I tweeted him. I was like, I don't know if this is your job. But I'm just gonna sell these right now. Everyone wants this shirt, and it's out of stock. <laughs> Maybe I remember that. I forgot it was you, but I do remember that it tweet. So uh, <laughs> now I was like, I don't know who's in charge of this. Somebody well, help, because everyone wanted it. <laughs> hey, we like so, making money, so uh, you know that, that, that's good. I appreciate you doing that, and um, you know, oh my gosh. Bethany and her team—they have a really great eye. Um, it it. I'm obviously a dude. I, I don't have a good eye for women's merchandise. Um, but I do know one thing is that that is something that like there, there isn't enough cool and, and really just quality women's merchandise for sports teams. It's something that I know Aaron Andrews has done an awesome job from what I understand. Um, I just haven't bought much of that stuff because I don't fit me. Um, but like it's the point is there's a lot of good stuff. Like the, and Bethany's done a really good job of, of adding more to the mix there. And, that's really important because, you know, there, there are, we want to serve all of our fans and kind of give them what they want. And that doesn't mean it has to be like pink with rhinestones on it. It can be regular. Oh, no. you know, so so um, <laughs> that's just so no, overdone. Yeah. Even from a guy's perspective, that's so overdone. It's like, come on, man. Well, like, it's, like, it's kind of tricky. It's kind of tricky. Cause for like, obviously with hockey, it's a cold sport. So when you're in there, you're going to be all up in layers and, I mean, I always just wear my jerseys there most of the time. Sometimes I wear my jackets, but it's also hard because, I mean, if you look guys and girls, like guys will obviously be in there spending like getting the jerseys and all of this mm -hmm. stuff. But your female audience is the ones that'll be getting all the other retail because we love to shop. And if there's stuff that looks good on us and we can wear outside of games as well, you've got us. And that's <laughs> because I'm 100%. Like, make my money. Yeah. I had crop tops. I was like, yes. <laughs> I ended up not buying any. I was going to, but I decided not. It just wasn't a good professional work for meetings. And, and I need that to, you need to get that, make it and get your uh, kids yeah. to draw a new profile picture of you in a crop. Yes. Yes. Oh, <laughs> really yeah. well, I mean, even for guys too, like uh, for like shirts and stuff like that, too, I mean, because I know like there's some shirts I wanted to give, of course, you know, being a bigger guy, it only goes up to a certain size too. So like, have you guys thought about, a possible idea of like expanding sizes too or are you, are you guys kind of we definitely can towards? i know we do sometimes like uh on select items but mm -hmm. i think it depends on the on the shirt and the vendor because sometimes they don't go up super duper high right. um, 
Um, one that does that we will work with a lot more in the future is uh, the people who run Cardinal Apparel, who are kind of local. So if we're going to design some locally sourced items and put together, like have our design team do some cool stuff and then put on a shirt, we'll be able to accommodate like a pretty wider range of, of smaller to larger sizes. So like the extra super duper small to to larger ones, and um, that'll definitely help there too. So are they the guys that help with the homegrown series? Or? They did, yeah, they did, yeah. Okay. They do a lot of stuff. In fact, they did a lot of our bunch of jerk shirts too. Um, that was split between okay. two vendors when it happened. And I was just looking at photos on my phone from uh, a while back, and I saw a picture of a pile of like thousands of those before they were put on the shelves. And I was like, oh my god, it feels like it was yesterday. It was I years know. Ago. Oh my gosh. Um, but now retail's good. Did you, any of you guys buy the vintage Stormy shirt? That one was near and dear to my heart. Um, I, oh my I, god! I, 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 I wish, but no. Yeah. Everyone thought it was a. Um, like a stadium series thing and it was it was a, so cool though like yeah. the, the, the varsity jacket that was the sweater that was so nice was like very very proud of that one um that one I, it was a stupid idea i had from like trolling design message boards and i was like what if we made a college mascot and i found this guy at a, like south dakota who like he's an art teacher and a fisherman and he's just really awesome at drawing mascots so that's uh, that one turned out well. We'll, well you'll see plenty more of uh, vintage stormy next uh, next year with our retail yes. anything vintage crew necks t-shirts yeah, hoodies, yeah. yeah yeah it'd be perfect so speaking of stuff that you really want to be put out here can't stat brand actually came up with a really uh, nice question wow. any specific memes or tweets that you fought for that you're proud of how they worked out yeah. Um, one thing I got to give props to the Canes organization. I, I've never really had to fight for a lot of tweets. The leash that I've and our team has been given uh, here is maybe sometimes too long, um, but uh, <laughs> it, it is they, they do. We're, I've never felt like we've had handcuffs on at all. Like we talk things through and we're collaborative. I'll be honest, like there there was a little bit of concern around the um the bend the knee tweet all those years ago against the Capitals. And some people were like, don't do it. Other people were like, do it. And that was one where I was like, we, we got to do that one. Um, the cameo tweet with the devils is an interesting case study. Um, <laughs> oh, that yeah. was absolutely the yeah. best that was an thing idea I've we ever had. seen. That was so nice. We had that original idea years ago during the bubble playoff, uh, like hockey thing. And we were going to troll at the time, two players or a couple players that were on the Rangers that also had cameo accounts. Um, maybe some of them are on our team now. Maybe they're not. Can't say. But uh, we were going to have some fun with it and trick them into like um, congratulating the Canes on winning. And then we we're like, uh, this is going to get us in trouble. We're going to shoot out for this. So we decided to ditch that. We actually had oh one. Gosh. We had one for Boston last year, but the subject uh, went so off the rails with the cameo that we're like, we just we can't use this. And they also recorded it so late that we're like, ah, no, nah, this isn't going to work. It's devious as it is. So when it came time. How to much? Work... Yeah. Oh, sorry. Continue. No, no, no. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I have to ask how much back and forth went into the uh, tweet when uh, we beat Boston in the playoffs a few years ago. Oh, uh, that whole like tweet video that they did where I'm like, oh, grab, grab, grabbing all the Boston fan comments. Yeah. To be honest with you, our, our social team did a good job of sourcing a couple of those. And, uh, you know, we, we try to operate with the mentality of, of, of being petty occasionally. And so that means that people do the. I am so I Kane's pettiness so tweets happy. are the absolute that I yeah. live I live like when for they the like when they troll Nashville with their banners. Oh yeah, oh. yeah. We, we got a good crew, and uh, you know, so it's, it's, 
that one was fun with Boston, and uh, my favorite part was the usage of classical music. Um, yeah, make it suit for that, which is great, but uh, it also it, it kind of fits. So that oh, was yeah. one. The Devil's Cameo one, we actually had to. We were like, ah, we got to clear it through legal. Now I'll say this: the the Kane's lawyer is one of the nicest humans ever. He is one of the most talented, kind, well spoken, smart. Like I'm not just saying that because he's a lawyer and he's like super high up in the company. Like he's a legit good dude. We're like, family we gotta like we gotta clear this by him and he always like always be solutions based but it was like he's like guys i'm looking at the the terms conditions like uh, and eventually we asked we're like so what if we got cameo to say it's cool and then he's like oh then you're fine so we legit like got in touch with cameo we had talked with them during the pandemic and we got in touch and they loved the idea apparently um some politicians in pennsylvania used it around the dr oz politician campaign where i guess his opponent was like, oh, this guy doesn't even live here. And he had cameo people like talking against Dr. Oz. So they were like used to it. Um, so it was easy to get all of them and we got the okay and that took off. And, um, you know, a couple of the talent, I can't say who complained. So we did take the video down a few weeks later, but, uh, oh, you know, it God. is, but it, the point is we had fun. Yeah. Our social team had a fun idea. We were Always. life and the timing was perfect. And it was just, I didn't go to sleep at night. I just read the Twitter res- uh, response. Oh, <laughs> it was just coming from the guy who tries to get off of Twitter. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I'm a hypocrite, but, uh, I will say coming being from New Jersey. Like I, I love the idea of like making jokes about, people from jersey it's, oh, it's yeah, fair absolutely. because i'm from there and yeah. uh it was knowing like that can only work for a few different spots in the world it's like jersey and like maybe boston maybe sorry colorado is just too nice to to have that kind of rep so uh i mean speaking of boston, <laughs> speaking of boston the lambo prius tweets with trocek and Mershan was oh, yeah. Hands down. That's why. That's why. We've had some fun over the years, and hopefully, we have even more in the future. Um, but we're very lucky, you know, the fact that it's a lot easier to do when your team is competitive. Uh, so I give like there's the, the Cleveland Browns, for example. Uh, you know, obviously Zach, you got Cleveland ties. That their their social account did a really really good job, even in the lean years there, and. and the young woman who used to manage it, I think she's with the Chargers now. Another really great social team over there that manages, even when they're not competitive, to be like their their anime schedule oh, yeah. drop videos. The last two years have been apps probably the best schedule drops I've it. ever seen. Yeah, it's absolutely it, phenomenal. It's stupid how good that is. Like it shouldn't be, but it's it, it, it goes it's so hard. It's so unnecessarily, yeah. but it's just so well, that's what you got to do in the arms race. It is the NFL schedule release, uh, but no, but they're they're awesome. So the teams that can find success like that while while not being competitive those are the ones i'm like hats off to you you know we're, we're like playing a video game on easy mode we still got to capitalize but uh the organization has has done a really good job of giving us a leash and, and i'm hopeful that we can take even more advantage of it in the future you know what you know what i really would love it because i know i've tweeted this out a few times you know because just because it was a nostalgia factor for me for early 2000s this uh the storminator videos that the, that the <laughs> Oh with the with, with the old southeast division i would love to see like a modern remake i know yeah. I, I know we got more i tweeted at i know we have more i tweeted at jack right is that jack the your um the yeah, he's one of our designers yeah he does the uh the static graphics i tweeted at him and i said are, are you guys can you guys make this like like now <laughs> I, remember, I think i got a little response from them and they're like you guys free can we do this and then of course we're in the middle of playoffs so like 
they didn't have any time but i was like yeah. if you guys could really do this like you'd get some like a lot of people would be so we've excited talked about know. it and if had we advanced i think we would have gone to that well a little bit just because it was our 25th anniversary season oh, uh, between was... that and the let's go canes classic video you know with alex trebek and oh it, my gosh uh, yeah i remember that yeah yeah I, uh, I i want to do something with that i've wanted to for years and that's just goes to show you how long sometimes some of these ideas take whether it's the cameo one or or this one like we chased down who owns the rights to that let's go cane song uh i think it was two years ago i chased them down and was like hey who owns this who produced it because we want to use it in some shape or form and we we're we're in a good spot to use it it's just like when is the perfect time and to me it's like if the canes when the canes win the cup uh that to me is like you drop that and it's like oh boy that would be that would be a lot of that, full circle yeah that would be so great but yeah just because i know a lot of people you know they still that brings like back nostalgia for them it's like that let's go canes or the stormator one just because of just you can just tell by video graphics of like the 2000s and just how some of the transitions were but they were just so great because Especially when you got Rocky like a hurricane playing behind it. Yeah. Too. It's just so we much have to change that out. Uh, music rights on social media have really gotten tough uh, lately. Like, yeah. Almost every sports team has faced some sort of lawsuit for, even if it's like music in the background of like a military surprise visit or something. And it's like, oh, I hear Metallica back there. Like, uh, let's, let's sue the people. Oh, oh uh, so it's gotten tough, but uh, that doesn't mean there's not workarounds uh, to like classical music, for example. Yeah. Yeah. That video would also be interesting to remake the the storm and that one because I think it has all the other teams come in and they look kind of like superheroes. Yeah. Or or, or villains of sorts. So if you ever oh, no, did that's not, yeah, that's that's a different one. Yeah. That the, yeah, yeah. Okay. The, that one yeah, the one the one I'm talking about is like was the actual was the actual division one where like Stormy makes this huge robot and he yeah. just destroys the entire oh, Southeast yeah. division. Oh no, I was thinking the one it was like uh all the other teams they they like, I've seen that like one. there's yeah. a storm but around PNC and the other teams and they're like, jumping like, on there. Yeah. I know they, yeah. they yeah. look like yeah. they look like super villains. So if you ever did a you know Super Marvel night or like yeah. superhero night, you could have something like that of them coming in oh. and then like the big wasn't superhero that, of wasn't that Stormy for, or the Canes. Wasn't that for like an All Star game where they had like it was like the, it was like Stan Lee Marvel? Yeah, I have heard about that. I like I didn't grow up watching hockey, but I do remember someone mentioned that to me once. As far as like yeah, I, I remember it was something. I knew I knew it was around some All Star game. They're like all these like superheroes and all these superpowers and all that stuff, and I'm like. Like I like superheroes and stuff. Like I'm a big, you know, Spider-Man, Deadpool person. But I'm like, I'm looking at this, going, what? <laughs> I was a kid at the time. It's like, okay. Hey, you're talking cool. to a guy who used to work with a team that had the mascot, the Brooklyn Net, that was uh, created by Marvel and got deleted like a week into its video. So, I will say this though: um, one of the ideas we had this season that we weren't able to bring to life was reviving some of the old commercials from TV back in the days. <gasps> There was the Matrix one, and there was there was oh. climbing a mountain. So we just never oh, were able to get gosh. it off the ground. But I think, hey, look, you know, we're only four or so years away from our thirtieth anniversary. You know, that might be a good time to do it. Uh, then, so we I have was going to say not only recycling those commercials, but I remember when I did Junior Storm Squad years and years and years ago. Um, I remember being in the uh, like jumbotron media room with uh, some of the people, and they were like, "Yeah, there's the sock puppet bit that they used to do. You guys yes, need to yeah. bring some of those bits back. Yeah. <laughs> um, those would right be there, right? awesome yeah. on all." Oh my gosh. So yeah. Ideas. So that it'd be fun. Our plan was to just sprinkle them in like late night and kind of mess with people. Like, did I just see an ad for like the 2000 
four Carolina Hurricanes or something. And just to, like, <laughs> like, and really be like, oh, well, yeah, you did. Like, and mm-hmm. we wanted to be able to see, like, well, all right, are people actually going to tweet about that? Did they see it? Like, it's it's kind of wow. like when you see the the Hershey Kisses commercial every Christmas. That's like from nineteen like eighty four. Oh, oh the bells, yeah. Okay. Oh. You're you have a you have a nicer thought. I was thinking of when what was the commercial? It was it's some local commercial that Marley was drug. on. Yep. <laughs> Everyone was like, the Marley drug commercial's on. We're going to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they're a partner anymore, but I will tell you this. <laughs> yeah. hey, but see, but that was, everyone was like, you know, it, you knew when it was coming on. Everyone was like, yes, this is, once it I hits, never... we're going to win. And then they saw her go to a Tampa Bay Lightning game. And everyone said, nope, she's she not one of us anymore. Of, uh, of... <laughs> Oh God! What's the show with Jason Bateman where he's a drug lord? Um, Ozark. I think she was in an episode of that too. The model that was from. Oh my! Someone told me that, and uh, I haven't watched Ozark yet. But uh, (laughs) the point is, uh, yeah. So, by the way, someone actually tried to purchase a Marley jersey, and the number—I'll give you one guess of what it is. I'm not going to say it, but like uh, on the back. But it was—it is yet gone. It's still unclaimed. It's sitting in the lost and found. It's covered in stains. Uh, I think I think it came. I think when the jersey got stitched, thing happened to it, and then, oh, know. it came with. Stitch. Yeah, just to clarify, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, there was like, like there was like imperfections in the, in, the, in the base jersey. There wasn't like, but anyway, the point is, uh, you know, <laughs> it, it, uh, it's, that was an interesting one, and it's always you never know what fans are going to latch onto and, and create something special out of. So um, wait, so they was, never picked it up? Someone ordered it and they never picked it up. I had it in my office as a joke for a little bit because uh, we were, we were uh, yeah, and we I wanted to like yeah, yeah. so it, it's it's it might still be floating around somewhere. We might have scrapped it. I mean, who wants to get that one? But but they're look, I'm sure they're a great partner. Um, you know, we appreciate the work they did to help elevate our brand. Um, and so uh, you, Marley Drug, and any other partner that advertises on our broadcasts. Uh, you know, just stuff that's flowing around the office does is Mike Foreman's second rendition of that picture that he had of the steam series. It's it secured against the it's wall. It's very perfectly. secure. He actually, he was on vacation last week and uh, I was talking to him a little bit today and he, he came back and there was a, a, um, a big framed Durham Bulls Canes Jersey sitting in his office. And I was like, that's really cool. And he was like, I don't know where that came from. Like it was just here when I got back from vacation. So we think maybe it was the universe's way of saying, sorry, that your thing broke there, but um, you know I mean, that was that was wild. You so can, he doesn't know he doesn't know where the jersey came from. No, we have no idea. So <laughs> that's it's insane. Like, it's like yes, yeah, sorry, awesome. sorry, like sorry, we like shook the walls too hard in the playoff game and yeah. broke your picture. But here's uh, here's a free one. Um, I will say though, you, like I know there were a lot of people on social that responded to his his post that were like, oh, you knocked it off. Like no, Mike is first of all, Mike was running around. Like Why crazy. would Mike even do that? Come yeah, on. and second, like oh, I've felt it in there before. Like it's it's Jurassic Park esque. Like I go, that's the better water cooler on that floor uh, by Mike's office. That's where I get my you know pristine H two O. And like you can actually like <laughs> see the water like shaking when the games are going on. And I tell you, it, it's it's something else. Uh, the, oh, yeah. Who wants different? to clean up glass? That's no, no one no, would do no, that. No, I mean, <laughs> we made Stormy do it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's so great seeing Stormy back on the ice and doing the antics yep. and all that stuff too. I, I would just say I don't know what was louder for me because I've been to the 
all-star game when Carolina hosted it was at game seven when the Kings mm-hmm. won it and also the stadium series. I don't know what, like, it seems like every year it just keeps getting like louder and louder, which yeah. is, is just crazy. It's like, I, for me, it's like, I don't know what game was louder because they all just sounded in their own right, just exponentially louder and better as it is. It's just like, yeah, it's it's crazy to see just like how much the fan base gets into it. like how like how does it feel for you guys? You know, you're at the arena, you're trying you know get things done and take care of everything. But like, what's it like just feeling the the vibrations and just yeah. how loud that place can get? I mean, regular season playoffs, just in general, it's it's special. You know, it, it really like I spent a lot of time in that building when it's when it's dead. You know, when no one's in there. And it's amazing how different it feels when it is that alive and people are in there. It feels like a totally different place, but you, it, it feels alive when it, when it's there, whether there is a small crowd or a large crowd, but when there's a loud one, like I, I, I work out of the basement and I'm a couple floors down and I can hear a lot of that stuff. I mean, the goal horn will shake my office. So, uh, and that's still not as loud as sometimes when the fans get like, you know, um, usually I'll have the TV on like of the broadcast and that, that's on delay, a considerable delay. Um, and yeah. then I'll hear like the fans get really loud. I'll hear the goal horn go off and then I'll, I'll know, like I we go to see what happens on the TV and 10, 20 seconds will go by and I'll finally see it, but things are still loud that entire time there. So it's uh, it, it, I know the acoustics and the shape of the building do help a little bit, but really <laughs> there's a lot of passion there too. Uh, oh, yeah. You can, you can feel it. Although I will say my first week with the team was the week we drafted Sveshnikov and uh, our social team went over to the draft party because we were doing the um, alternate uniform unveil there at the, uh, I think it was the Raleigh beer garden. And so I stayed behind to help kind of get some tweets and social posts out there to help out however I could. And I had no idea, but there was like a Shania Twain concert going on upstairs. So after we wrapped up the first round of the draft, I walk upstairs and there's like all these people walking around and I didn't, I, I didn't know. I, I had no idea. Like I didn't hear it at all. So that means wow. like a Canes game, at least a playoff game is, is, is on, on a loud scale. If there is one is considerably louder than a Shania Twain concert and she rocks. So that's pretty loud for Canes fans. So for at a Canes game, are you normally in your office or are you watching? I float a little bit. Um, I, my first season, I was in the press box for every game and kind of helping out like directly on social and actually sending stuff out. Um, ever since we hired out our team, I've had to do that. Um, I don't, I don't want to suck up a spot on the press box. I'll go up there and visit or give a high five or tell people how proud I am of them and kind of see you on my go-to. And I'll kind of float. I'll check on our retail team or I'll go to my office and that's the perfect time to catch up on all of the getting our invoices processed um, because no one's going to bother me. So I'll like, I'll shut my door. I'll probably have a cookie and then I'll put the game on <laughs> and I'll, <laughs> I'll process all our invoices and I can get like 15 or 20 done and poor foreman who has to approve a bunch of them. Like he'll list like, he'll be pro- trying to watch the game and walk around and deal with like putting out fires and he'll get like 15 emails of like, Dan needs you to approve this invoice. This one, this which is like when I was uh, in college, I wanted to work in sports. Like I, that's not what I pictured 15 uh, years to 20 years later, but you know what? I love it. Uh, and then sometimes if I'm lucky, I'll sneak out in the, um, you know, maybe the beginning of third period so I can at least like see my kids or something like that or, or, or wrap the, the, you know, my wife's becoming a huge hockey fan too. So I'll, uh, I'll watch the last bit of the game. Sure. Um, so it took a while, you know, football was easy when I was with the Panthers, but, uh, you know, I didn't grow up with hockey. I don't know if you guys did, but I mean, I mean, Bailey, you obviously did being, uh, you know, a, you know, a born and raised here and Zach, I'm sure, you know, and Kat, you too, but I, you know, devils were in town, but uh, I, I didn't watch a lot of them growing up. So this really has been my first exposure to hockey outside of a handful of games I, 
you know, worked with Islanders, uh, on, and, um, it's, it's, it's hard to get a better first shot at hockey. I mean, I've only seen good times here and yeah. I've only seen like the most crazy, passionate, awesome, caring fans and a great team and a good coach. And so I'm, I am spoiled, uh, rotten. With, with I was going to say you, you missed out on the dark times. My first hurricanes game was 1997 preseason at the uh, Greensboro Coliseum against the mighty awesome. duck. Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. So, like, yeah, they yeah. really got to bring that back. But oh, I will say, they, they, uh, they kind of did with the third jerseys. They're still, they're still not because I guess it's just a color issue and logo yeah, being the same. Funny. It's just Disney be better. But so I have to ask you this. So, wait, you, he you, had you, something to show. Oh, I do. this is, Ooh. I don't know if it's reversed or not. I don't know if it is. Oh, no, it's, it's, it's no. perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, this is from social media night 2016. This is my first Canes game. The Canes invited me up when I was still with the Panthers. Wow. To hey. the That's so cool. It was with one of the, the gentlemen from section 328, and there was somebody else there. I think it was oh, Mike okay. Smith, too. And I think it was Derek from, um, I want to say, from, from section 328. And we talked social media and all that. And it was nice. With my first Canes game, I went with the Panthers lawyer, who was a huge Rangers fan. The Canes were playing the Rangers. Let me tell yeah. you, it was, it was uh, I don't know if it says the day on here. Yeah. I believe it was a Tuesday or a Thursday, but it was dead in there. And the, that's was, a nice piece of memorabilia from that. I love it. Well, my, parking, I know. had to hide it in here. Uh, well, I actually found it years later in one of our like random boxes when I worked for the Canes. I didn't get a puck when I no got way. They, uh, they gave me like, um, I have two of them actually. So uh, I do have a backup because my kids will like my son loves hockey so much that he loves to hit things where well, they hit pucks around and I have a lot of like, yeah. emotional pucks. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, I'll tell you what, like I have a photo somewhere of the, the crowd at that game and I wasn't trying to like, Oh, look, there's nobody here. It was more of like, Hey, I'm in my first hockey game ever. Uh, and you're looking back at that versus now. Uh, and that was not a long time ago. 20, hold on. 2016 was not a long time ago. And uh, <laughs> it, this team has come a long, long way. And if you compare <sighs> that to like the outdoor game, wow. You know, get credit to the organization and Don and Rod and Tom, but most of all the fans for, you know, yeah. really making this a special hockey market. Because we've seen when things can go sideways, and uh, we're we're not there. I mean, this is Carolina's uh, team, you know, and this is Raleigh's team, and it's going to be here for a very, very long time, uh, forever, until the Earth is uh, no more. Yeah, we are sure. we yeah. are not for them, and their social team they're doing as well as they can, but we are not as unfortunate as the Arizona Coyotes. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm very <laughs> oh. hopeful things work out for them and and because there are some wonderful people that work over there and, and hopefully it, it does work out whatever way is best for everybody um, because you never want to see that because there's there doesn't matter how many fans you have there's still a lot of passion there and a lot of memories and uh, heck, our, our first my first social coordinator with the Canes here we grew up a Coyotes fan and, and he had a lot of fond memories of, you know, going with, with his family there and that, that means something to somebody and so you always hate to see that um, happen, and it's a, it's a necessary part of this game, unfortunately. There's a lot of money involved, but either way, um, social media night 2016. Bailey or Cat? Cat, you had a question, and I rudely cut you off with my memories, so I, I apologize. Uh, I don't. No, Zach did. Zach did. Oh, oh yeah. So I got I got a few actually. <laughs> so you, so you mentioned okay. So what's your cookie of choice if you had to go pick uh, one? Yeah, okay. Sorry, oh, no hesitation. Okay, so. It's a classic. Cookie. 
of course. It's it's. Classic. I've had way too many of them. Wait, chewy, chewy or crunchy? I like something a little in between, just because I'm I'm difficult with answering questions. But you know the ones you get at like Paris <laughs> Teeter, like in the container, or like Costco. Oh, yeah. Those are like <laughs> yeah. those are the ones you get at your high school cafeteria, like that that kind where it's like. But usually on the chewier uh, side of the spectrum, um, if I if there was like a slider nice. uh, of that, and okay. then like it's to share the same horrible addiction. So what are you gonna oh, do? Yeah. Um, so does does your family have any certain players that they like, or is it just we love the entire team because oh, so my son loves Aho because it's a very easy word to say. Um so every player <laughs> is Aho, um, but he loves them. He does have a Falk bobblehead on his dresser. Uh okay. and he has two different stormies uh in bed with with like his like little bed area there. Um I think he's got a Svetch t-shirt. Um so he likes Ranta, he loves goalies in general, like one of his favorite things to watch is Good whenever the, the goalie like comes out of the net for a second, he's oh, the goalie's out of the net. And then like so anytime, and some of our goalies like to leave the crease a little bit too. So he's yeah. really tuned in on that <laughs> a lot. Uh, and that's, that's what how old is your son again? He is three. Um, so he's got a long way to go. So, sounds like, it sounds like you might have a goalie on your hands. Are you going to have him? Is he going to play? Are you going to let him play? If he wants to, absolutely. I'll support it. Um, I will also see he's very into sports right now. It's, it's, it's baseball stuff. We're doing a lot of that, uh, wiffle ball type thing. He, he's, um, my daughter is, is she's in a swim, uh, cause she loves mermaids. Uh, but she, you know, hockey wasn't her Fair. thing. Team sports wasn't her thing, but my, my son is, uh, you know, uh, sports obsessed right now, which is, which is fun. It's fun because he wants to do this stuff. Uh, so we'll see if he wants to play, uh, Shane has an awesome program for him and I'm sure they'll, they'll welcome him with open arms. Oh, You've yeah. got some good connections. <laughs> I mean, Hey, Rod Renamore also coaches from time to time too. I mean, you're, yeah. you, you're, you're, you're not really low on the well there. You're pretty, pretty stocked up. On yeah. Honestly, if my uh, Italian ancestors w- would see the, the generation ten on from now of like a kid playing hockey, they'd be shocked. So it'd be cool. Um, but I tell you, my whole family, my dad too, like watches every game. You know, he gets the package up in, in Jersey, and he's become, uh, as you say, a huge caniac. So this is something that's become part of our life, which also creates an extra sense of like my own desire to do the best possible job. Because there's, you know, obviously I like, you know, being able to put a roof over my head and get paid. That's very nice. But there's also for everyone on our staff, a lot of pride of like, we want to do this as best as we possibly humanly can. Like we, we put a lot of our, our heart and soul into this thing. And, and there it's more than just, um, you know, it's more than just a paycheck. It's obviously like we owe it to Raleigh. This is our home now. This is if I'm lucky, this is where I'll live for the rest of my life. So I want this yeah. sports team to be, you know, I want to set it up for as much success as I possibly can while I'm here. Yeah, the Canes. If you do listen, protect Dan and his family at all costs. Keep oh, them gosh. here. We do. Please, oh, please. No. We are. We're. We look. We love it here. And I'm. I'm. If I have my way, we'll we'll spend the rest of our our, our lives in, in this market here. So we we, we love it. Uh, you awesome. love to you love to see it. So um, we do have a couple. There's we have a lot of quote. We'll try. We got a lot more <laughs> questions. We're gonna have to break this up for another two another episode. I'll be around in a week or two. No problem. Yeah, no problem. Uh, this this is a, this is a quick one from Moose. Uh, he says, "Dan, why are you such a beauty?" Oh boy. Uh, well, I have to thank my my parents and grandparents for <laughs> raising me. Uh, you know, no, uh, that's Moose is too kind. Uh, that's that's I bribed him. I paid him to say that. So uh, most of my paychecks. Marketing going. strategy. Good yeah. job, I mean, sir. There you go. Oh, you. Zach, you're gonna have to yeah. you're gonna have to do that. Take notes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, so this one is from the, the Twitter handle is corn fed duck. Yeah, I know. Of, yeah, yeah. He, 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 he gave me 
five questions, uh, very interesting yeah. ones for sure. The first one is, uh, what gives you the right? Yeah, that's that's Will. Will is uh, he used to serve as a um, sponsorships uh, head of sponsorships for the Oklahoma City Thunder. I think he's with the Detroit Pistons now. Uh, yes. Where a lot of my old Nets crew are over there. So Will Will's a good guy. He uh, just passed through Raleigh a week ago, and I just missed him because of these league meetings. But he uh, he took some nice photos in front of uh, Bates Battaglia's spot there, that mural outside of his bar. Uh, nice. There. Um, I'm sorry. What was Will's question? I'm so I'm sure it was a real good one. Uh, what gives, well, let's see. Well, uh, what gives you the right? Oh uh, yeah. Who do, you, who do you think you are? Oh uh, yeah. Okay. That's, I don't have an answer. Uh, to this. Normally, I have an answer for everything, but not those. <laughs> Uh, the third one, uh, Mc, uh, McCall Bridges or Aaron Judge, which Aaron will have Judge. a more, yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay, you just that question. as fast as chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, it's honestly, yeah, the Yankees are cookies, they're typically things that I'll always yeah. eat right on top of. Yeah, um, what's your favorite sponsorship deal and why is it RD Brewing? Oh, okay, well, I guess I can't answer that one now, even that's a really, really good one. Hold on, I gotta think now because that is up there. Uh, um, I have to go through some of them. I mean, R and D is such a good one. That storm brew was a a perfect storm, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of something. I, it, it is a good, I will have to you say, know, I'll tell you, one of my favorite partners is Sheets. I love them because I just love Sheets. Um, so I, I enjoy them. That used to be my go-to place during uh, work breaks yeah, in love. high school. I'm, I'm just, I'm just so glad there's one. Like I think I'm so, there's like one like five minutes from the arena right off the interstate. Yeah, yeah. I've had lunch but, there a couple times. Flying, um, yeah. No, I went there right after the Steam Series. Like Steam Series, it was like eleven o'clock, eleven thirty. Pulled into the parking lot. Got some sheets. Went back to the hotel. That was my first stop after I got off the plane, and my best friend picked me up. Was we yeah, went to sheets and got our it, little combo. It was fantastic. You have to. Oh yeah, there's just something comforting about this place. Is we have one by our house here, and to me, that's like, all right, I've made it. Like I have a 24 hour sheets within driving distance. Where I grew up in Jersey, um, I was like in the middle of the woods. Like it was 15, 20 minutes from everything. So like, I can go to a sheets right now and get a milkshake if I wanted to. I'm not going to. Once, yeah, yes. I mean, I mean, but, well, I unfortunately, the closest sheets for us is like, well, because you guys have QTs, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, we, got, yeah, yeah. we got QTs all down here. Oh, one's like not even five from the house. QTs, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, QTs. I grew up a Wawa person, but sheets is a I have been to Wawa, I've been, a, I've been to Wawa a few times. They have some pretty good stuff there, too, for uh, that northeast ish region yes. up there. So, yeah. not, not a bad spot. She's a good partner. Invisalign is an awesome, awesome partner. Uh, we love them. They they obviously do a lot of good work with us. Uh, they're they're really really good to us. Um, I mean, the R and D one is so special though because that actually produced something that that expands our our brand a little bit, similar to what Pepsi did with uh, Category Five Cat Five, the the punch there. I didn't I didn't drink as much. Oh either. yeah. Are you what's funny? I never I've never had one of those before. I got before. one for free at the uh, nice. Fan Fest uh, before yeah. the stadium space. How how was it, Bailey? <laughs> Not bad. It's very sweet. Good. Uh, it is good extremely like sweet. I haven't had one. So it's a, it's a fruit punch. Yes, it, that, okay. that's basically yeah. all it is. Is but just I, you know, give Pepsi a lot of credit for trying something. But uh, the, uh, to answer Will's question, I know, and he, I don't. He, he's not gonna. Yeah, no, but R and D brewing that that deal as of now is the best one. Now there'll be more. There'll be more fun ones, especially with betting becoming legalized in in North Carolina, and that's set to probably be like super duper official with us sooner rather than later but uh that one will bring in a lot of money too not that storm brew hasn't it really has 
Yeah, uh, I mean, but it, hey, bet responsibly, everyone. I have to disclaimer: yes, bet responsibly, please. Absolutely, yes. absolutely. I've actually never placed a bet in my life, so I'm gonna have to learn. I, I haven't. E- I have. Yeah, I haven't either. But I'm just saying, please do it responsibly. Have a gambling problem? There are resources for you. I have spent enough money going on Kane stuff. I can't spare it anywhere else. Betting on a winner. Hats, jerseys, pucks, um, t-shirts, hoodie. Yeah. Now the the Canes take enough of my money as it is. I can't throw it to a. Well, <laughs> I will say this: uh, UNC Health too is a, a tremendous. I mean, all of our partners are great, uh, but I, UNC obviously helped us bring back bobbleheads uh, last year, which was really special. Um, and they've done a lot of good stuff with us. They've just been really, really great partners who actually care about the growth of uh, you know hockey in the region. So that's always a, a positive there too. Okay, so. Oh, hmm. Okay, so we did have a two. We we did have someone ask this question. We had another one, another person kind of piggyback off it. So we're going to do both of them at the same time. Um, sure. We're going to have part of one, part of one up here. This is from I think her name was oh, Morgan. Yeah. Uh, give me one sec. I got so many of these to scroll through. Uh, yeah, so it was Morgan, but her handle is xcanes 23 x And then another person who did it was Katie at oh goodness MCL zero. Vin Katie, um, McLovin, McLovin Katie. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I was wondering what that was for. <laughs> it's late. It's Monday. No, 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 it's fair. I, my, I good reading. Yeah, my my brain is just whoop. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So her, yeah. So hers was kind of how does how does one make it into a job in sports? Yeah, specifically hockey and NHL marketing media. What can I know? What can I do now going into college to prepare myself for a job opportunities in that field? what is the best way to make connections nowadays? And then Kane's 23 was, does he, you know, Dan, have any advice for anyone who wants to make it in NHL marketing? Also, what is the most surprising part of his job? What he loves the most. As somebody yeah. who is also looking to go into sports, this yeah. is no, this very is intriguing my, to me. My yeah, it wouldn't have been fair if I didn't ask this one. No, so. no, I appreciate you doing that. And uh, fortunately, this one I can actually answer with, um, confidence uh a little bit here too so i, I do teach uh, on the side as well i'm an adjunct professor for uh, a small college up in buffalo and i try to like dedicate some time for my at least two weeks for almost every class um to talk about this very topic so it's one i could probably do um with with my my eyes closed but the point is the number one thing you can do um the unfortunate side of sports is a lot of times people get hired based on who they know rather than what they know and look, it's always very, very important to have a, an established and specialized skill set. Um, now, if you're just starting your career, like having a broader, like if you want to work in marketing, like, okay, getting a, you know, a, a degree that helps focus on that, that's valuable too. But really, um, when I look at resumes that come in for jobs, I don't really look at where someone went to school. The first thing I look at is what was their experience? What have they done? Um, and have they worked with like a college athletic department? So that's the first thing I'll tell students is, all right, you're going to college and you want to build your network. Um, the first thing you can do, get experience because then your work will um, speak for itself and you'll be able to grow and network through your work, but also, you know, get some good looking stuff on your resume. And that's valuable because the hardest part of working in sports is getting your foot in the door. The second thing to do is, and this is something I failed at miserably when I was in college, is uh, outside of diversifying your in- experience internship opportunities, use the time that you have to build and establish and maintain 
meaningful, authentic relationships with people that are either working in hockey or, um, or working in sports in general. And that can be alumni. Say you end up going to NC State, right? And there, I'm sure there's some people that went to NC State that now work in sports. You, uh, you know, lean in your alumni database or, or can contact them through that. Or in the old days, you would reach out through Twitter or X, um, you know, and, and <laughs> build up a reputation there. And kind of like, because a lot of the sports community would congregate on these platforms. LinkedIn now too is valuable. And then of course, um, uh, Instagram and, and other platforms are good for, for creatives and whatnot. But it used to be Twitter and LinkedIn to build up relationships there, build up your reputation there a little bit and uh, start slowly, for lack of a better term, sliding in the DMs and uh, you know trying to initiate a, a chance to, to talk to and, and pick the brain of someone that inspires you in the industry. And um that, that is something you want to be obviously thoughtful and very well researched in your questions for them, get them talking about stuff they're proud of. But really, the number one thing you can do is to build up a network and build up relationships that are authentic. You don't want to be like, oh, I know everybody. Equality over quantity does matter here. Um, and you want to nurture those relationships like you would any meaningful, authentic one, as opposed to like, you know, sending the same like mass text everyone being like hey i want to get to know you no you want to be deliberate here because you don't need to know everybody you just need to know some of the right people and build the right relationship with them so you build trust and the other side of the coin is look for any opportunity you can to get even remote experience so if it is working with your college athletic department it doesn't matter if they are d1 d2 or d3 or not even part of that is there any other type of minor league team around that you can just try to get a little bit of experience with It'll matter. It'll look good on your resume. Um, now, the, the problem is that there's still the the battle of like, okay, uh, a lot of people get hired based on their friends. And it's part of the reason why we don't have enough diversity in sports right now, at least in a, a business standpoint. But these two elements, if you attack them the right way, it'll at least give you a bit of an advantage. And then it's just a question of, you know, waiting for the right opportunity. But the last thing I always tell college kids is don't be in a rush to get to the end of your career before you've actually enjoyed the journey. Like, I worked in advertising for a number of years before I got my first opportunity in sports. I, I never thought it was going to happen for me, but I kind of kept with it and eventually it worked out the right way. Um, use whatever opportunities you have to gain important skills. So like if you say you want to work marketing for an NHL team, right? And the, those jobs aren't available right now. Okay. Can you work for an ad agency and develop like, all right, I learned, you know, paid social and advertising and, and whatever else, maybe SEO, anything else you can learn that at least help you, get one step closer to where you want to be. And it, it very well can happen. Um, so I kind of rambled a little bit there. I apologize, but uh, it's, no, it's totally fine. And, no, completely it's super it. helpful. But you'd be shocked how many college athletic programs need extra hands. And like, if you go to a larger school, that's like working for a pro team and they may not pay you well at all. I went to a small school that really barely had athletics. I just worked for the school newspaper, but it will help. I, I swear by it. Yeah, because I know I know Jack is um, one of the big, you know, UVA. He always talks yeah. about how you know being just being with them and stuff like that too. So I mean, yeah, it's even working for a college team. At least they'll get you a foot in the door to do something. You, you know, why not? I mean, everyone would love to be on a pro sport at some point too. But I mean, there are steps and there's ways to get there. So it's just you know, it's all about the journey. So, that, exactly. that is that is one of yeah. I think that's really helpful. That is one of. What I love my college experience. Um, I did when I did more like extracurricular things and stuff. Mm -hmm. I did some more of the sports broadcasting side of things and awesome. more of the back end of like the video production and stuff like that. But I do have a little regret that I didn't 
get in with our all of our different D1 teams or something like reach out and get some of their like hands on. And of course, they didn't. Yeah, they paid squat or nothing at all. It's a great experience because then I've seen many go on and be like, oh, this experience, I was able to show them like, hey, look what I've done here and stuff like that. So I think that, well, and hey, that honestly, advice, the, a lot yeah, of that advice so is like, great for Sorry, we're insane. <laughs> it, it does pay for people that can afford to do that, though, too. It's the only unfortunate part of it. It's like, yeah, it, those opportunities that don't pay well. It's like it, 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 it. And I had I had a wonderful opportunity to talk with uh, the in arena reporter uh, for the Avalanche, a uh, wonderful person, mm -hmm. um, Rachel Taws, and that was one of the big things that she kind of mentioned too, was how it like, there's, there's like a huge difference in what experience looks like unpaid versus paid shadowing internships, yeah. stuff like that. Um, and it like, you're, you're going to get experience no matter where you're at. But yeah. a lot of times when you're kind of talking about your experience with an unpaid internship, that tends to look a heck of a lot better to some people because that really shows like that kind of grit yeah. and wanting of that kind of knowledge and experience and stuff too, which was really, really cool Absolutely. to kind of hear. Well, that's awesome to hear. And look, experience really is, it's the most, I hate to say it because it is still really hard to get your foot in the door. It's like, mm. Oh, absolutely. Experience hat, you know, and all this stuff. <laughs> hard to, to do that but if you can you know really that that's what will stack the, the deck for you the best way is anything you put in your resume it, it allows you to network while learning and and that's those are the two most important factors of finding a job or finding your next job in sports is it's who you know and what you know and uh if you can maintain those things and grow them uh you'll, you'll be fine and no doubt in my mind that both of all of you as well as the people that ask those questions it'll work out you know in the, the right way just kind of keep at it and the opportunities will, will come. Yeah. I mean, for me, I mean, in college, I was going for a completely different degree, but still was able to work for the, at the time, Akron Arrows, now rubber ducks. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And well, that was, a, yeah, summer internship with them. And then I uh, was a beer vendor one year with the scrappers in Moaning Valley out, out near Niles Youngstown. So it's just awesome. The journey's different. It's just you got to, you know, understand that, you know, it's small steps and, you know, everyone wants to get to the end, but sometimes it's the thing along the way that gets you to, gives you the experiences and gets Another you the memories and stuff. So huge piece of advice too. And Zach, you, that kind of reminded me of this too. One thing that I was told um, by a lot of the people in the industry or some of the people that I've talked to in the industry, I'm hoping to go into is even if you're not working in like broadcasting, reporting, things like that, but even getting your, uh, like getting in with like ticketing or advertising or marketing or things like that, you're still able to network with people who matter and people yes. who are really, really important. And that's going to really, even if it's not what you're hoping to do in the end, like that's really, really important for that networking and experience. So you kind of know how those other things work and that in turn could actually help you it, learn skills that'll make you better at your job in the long run. Well, and think about right. the, and then think about this too. I mean, podcasting, you're literally networking because depending on who you get on to talk about. And, and Thanks, Dan. And, <laughs> well, I'm, just, well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that too, because you think about like how many people are going to know about this unless you you have someone who's gonna, who's willing to come on and talk about it and gives you insight and stuff like that, and just meeting a bunch of different people because you never know so it's just there is just i think the way society is now like you get there's a lot more ways to interacting when networking is so much different now compared to what it was yeah. no, before seriously. so yeah so like even like even doing this it's 
you're still technically networking with other people that you never thought you would be four or five years ago. So it all just depends. So before we, we have a, a couple more questions for Dan, but before we go into those questions, we have to talk about our amazing sponsor here at the search cast, which is primal X hockey. Bailey, take it away and talk about our amazing sponsors that we have. This is a great she welcome back to the podcast. She healed so. from her concussion just for this. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome, guys. Um, so uh, as I always say, if, unless you've been living under a rock, I hope you guys have heard of Primo X Hockey. Um, they're a local uh, Raleigh-based company. Um, if you're looking for anything hockey related that include, or includes gear such as uh, skates, um, sticks, pads, um, tape, uh, anything of that kind of variety, whether it's ice hockey or roller hockey, whatever it might be, Primo X hockey is going to be your point of contact. They are awesome. Um, even if you're not looking for gear related to playing the sport, they also have some awesome merchandise, um, including hoodies, t-shirts, koozies, flags, whatever your heart desires, they probably got it. Um, and cool thing is if you don't feel like going to their warehouse, which is um, if I can find their thing, um, it, they, they are located off of, I believe, East Diggs Drive. Um, sorry. Four, four, again, 14, yeah, 14, 14 yeah, 11 Diggs go. Drive. Yeah. It's the concussion <laughs> coming back. It's the concussion <laughs> coming back. Um, if you don't feel like uh, going into the warehouse to get some of their stuff, they have some awesome, uh, we have an awesome discount code for you to use on the website. If you use coach Sergecast, you can get your Sebastian Ajo discount, 20% off your order. Um, again, some great gr group of guys who've been here since day one of the podcast. Go check them out. 83 episodes strong. Thank you to big, thank you to Primo X for being with us this whole time. So uh, Alex Warren, who is the husband to uh, Daily Kaylee. He actually does ask a couple questions as well. One of them will go with this one to kick it off. Mm. Dan, who do you think is this year's breakout star that might be? Uh, Seth Jarvis is the immediate one that comes to mind. Uh, <laughs> I think he's due. You know, it's, it's he was very young when he got his first call up, and I think he's had a lot of time to gain some really valuable experience and, and play with some really talented players who are kind of helping him in his development. So I think this is the going to be a, a real good breakout season where Seth Jarvis becomes like a household name in the NHL, um, not only because of his play, but because of his uh, personality and humor. Um, I, I do think uh, Jalen Chatfield as well. Uh, we'll have a chance to, to get a lot more like a uh, rod loves him and the, the guy plays with grit. Like I, I love watching him play. I don't know what I'm watching cause I'm still learning hockey in a lot of ways, but I like, I know that I like watching him. Uh, and probably, I know he only asked for one, but I, I do think Kokanyemi is going to have a big year. Um, I think like the similar to Jarvis, he's had some time now in, in our system and a chance to really, you know, get, get used to uh, the, this team and how we play and also continue to grow and develop and, uh, I know that'll irritate some other people, so I kind of want it to happen. Um, so, but you know, <laughs> I put money on Gee, one. I, I, I wonder. <laughs> I can't name any names, but uh, no, but, but uh, yeah, Seth Jarvis is like if if I was gonna play like fantasy hockey or something, like uh, I don't know if he he'd be like the guy that I would like. All right, this guy's gonna be big. Like I I, I feel good, good, good Seth Jarvis vibes going into this year. No, great options. You know, awesome. You know, obviously more chips to Chapman do as Trip likes to say and stuff like yeah. that. And KK, you would love to see it because you know he's got he's got the determination. He, I thought he did great as a two C. So, 
I know Jules. Will, I know Jules will like too. that. Yeah, yep. he's young oh, too, absolutely. like Jarvis. Like a lot we of people don't. So many young guys. We have so many young guys. That. Yeah, it's, um, the, it's the youth movement, man. Before we get to another question, I have mm-hmm. to interject my own question here. Sure. Um, so we talk about who you think is the next breakout star. Who is? Um, we have a lot of characters on our team. Mm-hmm. Clearly, <laughs> um, who do you? I mean, I bet they're all a joy to work with. But who do you really look forward to? Like, if you have to do certain marketing pieces or stuff, like, is there a certain player that you really think is like oh. extra fun to work with, or you just really look forward to working with them? You know, truth be told, I at the stage I'm in now, I so rarely have to interact with, with the players. Not that I don't like doing that, um, but like it's it's sort of left to a lot of our our kind of staff on the on the actual social team and the creative team. Um, from what I've heard and what I've kind of witnessed, um, I know Martinook is, is one of the, the best guys to work with. I know he's a, he's a favorite, not only this podcast, but our fans and, and for good reason, <laughs> um, <laughs> personality and, and, uh, he really, he does think like a marketer, um, and he always has, uh, you know, one of my favorite moments, uh, working for the Canes and I've got a, a several that are just really special to me, but that night when Evander Holyfield came out and, and knocked out Marty on the ice, like. I, I really had like I was like all right I gotta pinch myself here this is this is as ridiculous and unbelievable and amazing and so many different things and he gets it uh, from from a from a marketing and a, and a fun standpoint um, so he's great I know uh, Andre has always been amazing to work with and we've done some fun stuff with him over the years one thing comes to mind during the pandemic we just had him around and we filmed like I was like I wrote the script for him um, and it was just like him saying like. I love you. Have a great day. Happy Monday. All this other stuff. And we've just been like sprinkling those around over the years. And he was like, he was so good about it. I think we were filming a recruiting video with him where he was going to speak Russian to some players we were trying to get on our team. And then while we had him there, we're like, let's just squeeze some extra value out of this. And he never complains. He always does it. He's always nice with a smile on his face. He loves merchandise too. So he's like, he's just like a fun person to, to be around, but we're really lucky. Um, everyone at locker room is really good like aho will just talk to you and like you're a person and and it's it's one thing i've i've loved about hockey is a lot of the players are are very down to earth and and treat you like a person there's not this like this prima donna type behavior where they're the player and you're just the guy people working like but still in my role i don't have to deal with them or interact with them that much but they're all they've all been great but those are the three interactions that come to mind uh, Marty's always awesome. They're always got a great attitude for our marketing shoots. And those are a pain for them too. Cause like we try to get them in a few different jerseys and it's a pain changing in and out of that stuff. And then we get them mm-hmm. for like, a retail shoot and they're always just like really good about it. Um, but, um, Martinook is, is definitely a marketer's dream with, with how he behaves, uh, you know, and how he just, he gets it. So that, that's one that I would, I would give extra props to, but they're all great. They really are. We're, we're so lucky with the, the culture Rod's built and the expectations of, of respect and kindness that they kind of operate with. Does, uh, does Tara Vinan run away when he sees you guys coming to do some marketing? I've <laughs> <laughs> never actually spoken with him. <laughs> uh, I know our crew likes him. This tracks. Um, yeah. He's, I mean, he's, he's so nice, but it's just like, it just, the, yeah. the running joke is he just is always like, I don't want to do interviews. Like, he's just very much like, no, don't pick me. I so I I'd be the same way if I was like a player. I'm like, oh. uh, uh, no, and he's, you, you mentioned Aho. Are we going to get any more Aho, the Elf on the Shelf content? Oh my gosh. That's a good question. That was really fun, wasn't that? I, we, need, cost- we need pictures <laughs> of Ronta Claus. 
Just, just, <laughs> yeah. just the way he clicks the page, like click clicking, he's just like writes it down. It's like, oh gosh. He was he was a really good sport about that uh, too, you know. For I mean, that was a very cheap elf costume we found online, so he was good. He's a great dude. You could honestly like you could do almost a dumb and dumber route with KK and Seth. Just like you could that would. Well, there's be a sea bass line that writes itself there too. So uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's just our pets' heads are falling off. Like, yeah. There's so there's so many ways you can go about it. It's just poor Stormy. Yeah, yeah. There you go. You know, and everyone loves more Stormy content. So you yeah, can't go wrong, yeah, you can't go wrong with that either. I saw there was a question yeah, about Caroline. As well, the old uh, other mascot that we had for for a minute. Oh there. yeah, there was a comment about that. I believe uh, she was decommissioned um, at some level. So I don't know where she is. I'm on vacation somewhere, but uh, I don't I think mean, she's on the, the crew anymore. I'd love to like. I, look, this is, these are really expensive mascot suits. Are like crazy expensive. Yeah. But like, I'd love to get a squirrel mascot at some point and and have it be a a, a lady too. I think that would be really uh, important just for the sake of representation and you know. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, I was like squirrel, and then I realized. Yeah. City of Oaks. Oak, Oak City. I got it. Yeah. I got it. Wildcat. Wow, <laughs> Sorry, I was like, okay. why a squirrel? But she Kat just moved back. There. Give her a break. <laughs> like, imagine how ridiculous, like, you know, the uh, the Blue Jackets, they have that cannon mascot with the mustache. Oh, gosh, yes. Tree, yeah. An oak tree walking around on the ice, too. Like, that, that would be fun <laughs> as well. We can call up Stanford. I, I see that, and I think works. Wizard of Oz. I don't know how great yeah. that idea is. Exactly what we're going for. But, uh, I, you know, I, I Stormy um, it does done an awesome job for us, and, and we're, we're really lucky The uh, it's it's a great. I mean, outside, once you remove yourself from like the, we eat a lot of pork here in the Carolinas and at Canes games, and our mascot is a pig. Once you like forget about that part of things, Stormy is, in my opinion, the best mascot. And obviously, the amount of people that ask me why our mascot is, a oh pig. my god, <laughs> but like he is near and dear to my heart. I mean, they they do a great job. Um, but like my son right now, like he Stormy is like a main character in his life. Like when we I, when I sing Rockabye Baby Tim every night, like. Stormy falls out of the thing at the end. He's part of it. Like he's he's a main character there. So I, I love that element. So Stormy's near and dear to my heart. Uh Caroline, I know someone asked about her. Yeah. I don't I don't think we'll see her anymore to my knowledge. I don't know if that costume still exists, but if it does, maybe we'll do a revival. It, there's there's so many inside jokes you could do with with Kane's fans because they really get in the weeds, whether it's the amount of traffic cones we have outside PNC Arena or whether it's Caroline, or or how about when we did our our white uniform reveal video several years ago? I think it was 2019, and oh, people were announcing yeah. Justin Williams' return because it was like the, the the stick that was used, and it was just like that's the first stick we had available for the the model who was in the video. Um, that was like I, I love the we used to call them. I don't know who coined this phrase, but Kane Spiracies. Um, oh. And uh, some of them, like I, I, I enjoy watching them just because you never know what, what people are going to. It's, it's yeah, it's all, almost like Simpsons esque, where it's just yeah. like somehow usually it's just predicting. You're just like, yeah. don't, don't look at me. I don't know how it got there, but <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Or like Hamilton the pig. There's just there's so oh, many, yeah. so 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 many avenues. Mm-hmm. All right, so Alex sent another question, and and I thought this one was very interesting. Any hints for this year's upcoming graphics content? Yeah. Um, also, have you ever thought about doing a Twitter Kins fans graphic contest? And then one like a whole like um, thing about it. I try to yeah. condense it down to enough to where it fits. But 
No, of course. Well, to answer the first part of that question, uh, I'm actually in in the uh, the dark as much as everybody else is right now because our creative team met about two weeks ago to discuss our our campaign for next season as well as a lot of the creative elements that go with it. And um, I purposely do not want to see it until it's ready. Like then they're they're actually going to present it to me in the next couple of days. Uh, there's a few Ooh. different ones to pick from, so uh, that'll give me an idea of where we're going to go. And it look, it's not a decision I'm making on my own. Like we're going to factor other people. We also want some people in hockey ops to be involved there just because they have to like, does this align with sort of our philosophy in the locker room and, and how we coach and all that organizationally. Um, but I, I don't know. In fact, I went, I just got back from, from league meetings this week and it's the first time I saw some people on my staff and they were talking about something and I was like, Hey, what's up? How are you guys doing? And they were like, Oh, you can't come in here right now. We're working on something for this, this presentation. So I, I like that because they'll get an honest reaction from me and I get to like, I get to experience it the same way that fans do without seeing how the sausage get made. I just get to eat the sausage. So, um, sorry, Stormy. Um, but <laughs> I, I, I'm looking forward to that. And to answer the second part of that question, um, there, there is a software we, uh, a developer we partnered with last year that, uh, done a lot of cool stuff for us. They helped us with the, uh, the kids day Jersey design contest and they developed the, um, 25th anniversary team picker. Uh, they offer some tools that will allow us to maybe host some like fan art type contests. And we do have a lot of talented fans um, in, in, in our, our, our midst of like the people that can illustrate and draw very well. And it'd be great to capitalize on that and, and celebrate them and also give them some prizes for their work too. Uh, so that's something that once we uh, cross some T's and dot some I's and some of those contracts with that software that can help us capture some of that and, and, and showcase it the right way. I think that's something that you, you will see uh, in the near future. Love to see. Have you ever... we, we know a lot of people that would love to jump on that. Yeah. For sure. There's yeah. really good artists. Speaking in... of art, like oh, our new, the girl that made our graphics, um, that's good. That's the surge cast. Yeah. And really good. we were like, um, have you ever with your team when they unveil it to you like that? Have you ever had, a moment where you're like mm, and like kind of shot them down or is it real been like relatively like yeah it's pretty good to go i'm big on constructive criticism uh but okay. also like if there is even if there's something i don't agree and i can inf you know, understand that they're passionate about it and they believe in that sometimes the exercise of learning for oneself is, is very important but also trusting your staff is really important too and even if i don't see it um and, and they're passionate about it um, I'm, they're, they're going to win 10 times out of 10. Um, you know, I, 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 yeah, I, I do have some expertise, but I'm not an expert. I'm, I'm not the only one. So, uh, I, I trust where they're coming from. And, um, if there's something where it's egregious, uh, and this isn't, some, here's an example, uh, and this isn't anything they did wrong, but when we did our big pre brainstorm, uh, session for the playoffs this last year that eventually yielded, I think it was never compromise uh, in the playoffs there. So, um, initially it was going to be no compromise. And then we had to we had to put together the art and send it to the league for approval. And they were like, all right, cool. And then like five or six days later, uh, they got back to us. They were like, hey, turns out some neo-Nazi group in Europe has co-opted that phrase and they use it. For, <laughs> oh, no. oh, like, how do we change that out? And uh, and we ended up shifting it to never compromise. And then that was like, there was some like clothing company that has like a loose trademark on it. So we were okay, as long as we didn't put it on shirts uh, for sale. Um, but even then and there, it was like, okay, well, do we pivot? Do we, what do we do here? There's so many factors that go into this kind of stuff that fans never get to see. Um, you never know, but I, I like, I like the exercise part of it too. You know, for the past five years of me being here, 
we didn't do a lot of this cohesive marketing stuff because of like a lot of reasons, whether it was like new staff or the pandemic or didn't have resources to do it. Well, now our creative team and our, our marketing team, they're all under the same umbrella and we can get a lot more strategic and cohesive with the stuff we develop. And sometimes the value in, in going through that process is just the exercise itself. So whether we're in love with no, would never compromise or not. Like I did like it because of the whole NC thing, but the, the bottom line is they all got used to doing this. They all understood like, all right, well, this is what goes into it from the, the video board graphics side and the social activation side. And this is how we're going to work it in the emails. And if we were allowed to retail and everything else. So I'm really excited about what they do eventually come up with. And um, I'm, I'm a pretty easy boss. So it's like, hey, whatever you guys come up with, I'm cool with as long as it's not something that's like, you know, profanity or inadvertent yeah. like inappropriate drawing or something in the logo or whatever. <laughs> We're trying to discuss, well, stuff, but you know, I'm excited to see what they come up with. Yeah, I was just curious because I could, I know there's like a certain bit of, like for any creative, there's a little certain bit of fear if you do, if you put all your hard work and like passion in something, you're like, I feel really strongly about this, and you're yeah. going to show it to your boss without, like, pretty much like, hey, here's our whole concept. We put all this work into it, and you're showing it to your boss without him seeing anything. Yeah. There's a little bit of fear of being like, what if he doesn't like anything and we've done all this for nothing? Hey, so it's a really I, good first pass. Let's talk about some ways we can make some small improvements to this awesome yeah. idea. Hey, uh, improvements are great. Better than fully scrapping. Improvements exactly. are always welcome but, for creatives. We all got to take the critiques. Absolutely. It's it's hard. Having hard conversations is it's just that. It's it's hard. So, uh, and, and and trying to approach them with warmth and understanding and, and compromise, um, even though that was counter the hashtag that we had before, uh, is is the key. Did you guys choose that because it was NC? Yeah, it was. We had a, a really big brainstorm session, and then finally, uh, someone, a newer member of our team, who actually came over from theater and entertainment they worked at the dpac uh, and they've done an awesome awesome job for us this young man he kind of highlighted it he wrote it out he had the nc and then it was the, at the time it was no compromise and then the whole room was like yes it was it was really cool to watch everyone kind of come together that way and get excited about this thing and there was clapping and there was some banging on the table a few of the guys said let's go uh, so that's how you know it's really good um so it was it was cool to see uh and i'm, I'm really proud of how they came together to, to build that out and, and try something new we hadn't done that in my time here and uh, hopefully we do it a little bit more and we build out some stuff that fans are proud of. Yeah, no, for sure. Definitely. So this is probably going to be the last in terms of sure. graphics and marketing and stuff like that. But this one was from um, uh, hockey NC. Uh, is there a time limit to how relevant the tweet needs to be? AKA how fast does it need to get a zinc? How fast does it take does to, get, it take a to get a zinger out to the public? <laughs> I mean, I want to read. It's just what it's, it's that guy won't fault you for that. But uh, no, we 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 try to give a lot of trust to our social staff with the people that uh, have you know their fingers in the keys. And if it's something that's really going to like cause problems, like come talk to me about it. If you have any reservations, we'll we'll talk it through. And there's been some where I've been like, nah, that's that's too inappropriate. Like we can't, it's very rare, but it does happen. Um, <laughs> other times where I'm like, okay, let's ask Mike and uh, get, get an extra set of eyes on it is this something that'll get like people have said or what do you think and believe me we've had some off the walls idea like we, we've had one where like hey what if we're the first team to drop an f-bomb you know we, we've talked about that like can we oh and then my gosh. Is, can we monetize that in some way like is there uh, a and we had a plan in place and and we um we're not there yet we've come close 
Uh, you, I, I could not imagine. <laughs> I, mean, um, I feel I feel like on the four overtime games, I would have come close. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Jealousy is like, what if you just get one a season? And it's like, you really got to save it. And imagine if you get to use it when you win the cup. Like, how awesome would that be? It's like that a PG-13 yeah. movie, but for social media accounts. Yeah, yeah that would be fantastic. Yeah, that that four overtime game in game one of the Eastern <laughs> Conference Finals. That yeah. would be a good movie. Yeah, yeah, no, people. I don't know. Win the cup one though. Oh, imagine if imagine if we had our social media team when the Kings won the cup in 2006. Oh my goodness, just the absolute just that would have been, been wild. Um, oh, the pain, the, the pettiness, the, the the wild. Ta- oh, so many tactics would be um, just. Sometimes though, to answer the question, um, it's, sometimes I'll write tweets weeks in advance. Other times it's like in the moment. It just all depends. But we try not to put any handcuffs on our staff so they feel comfortable and, and creative. And they feel like they have the like the leeway to do that, and that comes from like, um, I, like when I was in the Panthers, there were some tweets I should have gotten fired for, and I didn't, which I appreciate. <laughs> and Danny Morrison, um, who was the team president at the time, he he said something to me, uh, which I really appreciated because I, I made some real bonehead moves, and um, I mean they were funny at the time, like, and I think they're still funny now, but you know I probably shouldn't have done it. And he was like, "Look, I, you made a mistake, but." You, we don't want you playing with handcuffs on, you know, it's really important that you don't like just learn from it and, and be better next time. But like, don't think that we're like breathing down your neck because it's important. You're creative. And that stuck with me because he could have yelled at me. He could have scolded me. I think uh, that one was when I made fun of the NFL's new social media policy that prevented teams from posting any video during games. And it happened like halfway through the season. And I was, I was pretty frustrated with it. We were the first team to play after that had been instituted. And like, I was, I, I think I typed Cam Newton to Kelvin Benjamin dot gif. And, uh, that, and then that got me in, in some trouble, uh, there, but, uh, because I mean, it was subversive to the league and I, you know what, they, they let me know I made a mistake, but they were very constructive in it. And I think it's really important that even if your team does make mistakes, they got to know that there's no handcuffs on them and that like you believe in them because th- that's going to lead to so much more creativity. Yeah, yeah, you got you gotta have to you have to have some fun with it. It just can't be, you know. Exactly. I'm like, believe me, there's been times when like some people very high up at our organization have like sh- offered ideas, and I'm like, ah, oh, damn, that's really good, but that that'll get me fired. So, you know, and people that like would have the ability to be like, no, you're okay. Um, so there's which I love that. Um, that's why like I it's it's an awesome team to work for because Tom and Don and others they understand the value of what this can bring in a non traditional market. Yeah, for sure. I mean, because it's basically the Hurricanes and you got the Courage and then it's like you got Charlotte with the Panthers well, and the Hornets. And it's like you're 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 kind of playing with house money in the fact that you do have the Carolinas where even here in South Carolina, we it's all colleges down here. Like yep. it's nuts. I mean, you're you could turn a North Carolina based team into a Carolinas based team, honestly, just because of. Absolutely. All the real estate, all the real estate you have to like, you know, like I said, play with the house money of just trying to go after everybody. Because well, why not? Because you're not fighting with anyone else. And well, being a hockey team in the Southeast too has its own challenges. I mean, look, we're, oh, we, yeah. we're a college market. I mean, like UNC and Duke and Clemson and all that in our, in our, in our kind of two state region here, we can't afford to be boring. You know, we, we just can't, we also can't afford to not respond to our fans and build a strong sense of community. And, it's just hockey has enough challenges right now in terms of adoption of the sport. So yeah. why not, you know, do everything you can to try to be different in order to break through that noise. And 
uh, our, our marketing team has gotten behind that, whether it is the bunch of jerks thing or capitalizing on David Ayer's thing or some of the ridiculous tweets over the years. Um, and hopefully we have a lot more lined up uh, in the future because that our hope is that over time that will convert a casual fan into a hardcore fan or a non-fan into a casual fan. And then be like, all right, this is worth paying attention to. Uh, so we have, we have a lot of work to do, but hopefully 25 years from now, when we're all doing the reunion episode of this podcast, we'll be looking back and we'll be amazed at where the fan base has gone. Yeah. You know, sprinkle about five, six, seven cups in there. You know, why not? Why yeah. stop there? Why stop? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? Exactly. So this is kind of like the last question we're going to do. Cause like I said, we had so many, thank you to everyone who sent us all the questions. Save the best for last. <laughs> We had to save the best one for last. Uh, HM of two did ask the question of, did we ever get the end results for the Martin Nietzsche's all-star vote on Twitter and how close he might have been joining his fetch? I know at the time we were, yeah. I know the, the three of us, the podcast, every hurricane, we were absolutely just spamming the, I, th- I even warned We people. had him trending on Twitter. We had to we warn people, hey, you're going to have to mute us for a couple days because we're going to be spamming the crap. It was like every other hour we were just spamming <laughs> Martin issues. It was absolutely bonkers. So as I recall, we never got the final, final stats from the league, but I think uh, of course Nietzsche's votes accounted for at least north of 70% of all votes that were that were cast that way. However, what we were not aware of was that um, the, the weighted system for the voting, I think the Twitter votes only counted for 1% of the total voting. Uh, when it was all signed up, and they didn't tell us that. Sorry, you know, <laughs> I I don't know if I got that memo. I'm sure maybe they sent it, and maybe I just didn't see it or something. But um, ultimately, like, look, it's 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 a great effort towards highlighting the All Star Game and getting fans engaged, and it's fun, and obviously, but uh, we'll definitely you know have to evaluate our strategy going into next season if that that stays. But I think the important win there, because obviously you want to see. Um, him go to an all-star game the way he was playing like he deserves it but yeah, also yeah. it's a win for our fans because um it shows just how engaged and how passionate they are they're willing and kind of to go to those great lengths to to push that so while we you know didn't get that extra guy the all-star game to me that was uh, just a huge win for our fan base and our brand yeah i, I, feel, mean, like, I feel like that's a little not on your end i feel like that's a little deceptive from them to people like oh, that's, a, that's a quick i feel like that's a quick way to also burn fans because like for example for us so like if you go to all that effort and you think you're like hey i'm a fan i'm contributing to my team i want to make an impact for this to happen and then and then later to talk so i don't think you know they really would advertise it to like do it if it's only one percent but you're like that kind of gets into it is like this seemed like a major 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 marketing scheme on their part uh, just to kind of market the all-star game and get more fans to kind of realize, oh, hey, that's when this is. We need to have these votes in by here. And it's extremely deceptive, but it's I feel like it was a really smart, but very, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think it was ever Genius. like intended to be uh, like malicious anyway. I This was, and I give the NHL a lot of credit. This was the first time they tried something like this. And, and they, they, you know, it, it's hard to get these stuff off the ground. Um, so I do think that it was a question of like, Hey, we're trying this for the first time, this, and kind of not knowing what to expect or how it would go. So my hope is that there are some changes made to how it operates in the future, but like, this is something that a lot of clubs wanted for a long time. And, uh, I'm glad they were able to bring it to life, you know, and while I do hope that we see, uh, some changes there, like I, I do got to like tip my hat to them. Like they tried something new and different, 
which is what a lot of people want the NHL to do. It's like, hey, we'll be different and stuff. But yeah, you know, a little more communication would have been good. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it hurt? Wouldn't have been upset at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a learning experience for all of us, and and I'm I'm proud of the way that they, they at least tried something different. Um, and maybe next year it'll be even better, and maybe with even more thought and infrastructure behind it, it can get even bigger because we all want the game to grow. Um, you know, yeah. it's just we'll have to see how the rest of it. Yeah, it's. I feel, like the I feel like the communication is key because if you if you keep pushing things like this, but you're not communicating, then fans are also going to get a little bit like I don't. Like if it if it's yeah. they don't communicate any different and it goes like they do it again next year, I feel like fans are gonna be like, I'm not gonna participate because I didn't I didn't see what I did. Yeah. Like I like after a while well, they're gonna be like, well, it didn't well, really matter well, if I did well, that or not. Yeah, because you because you look at how the MLB does it, like they'll keep you updated throughout the voting process. Like this guy's got this many votes, this guy's got this many yeah. votes and stuff like that. And even that would the, be cool to see like I a mean, tracker. Yeah, yeah. Even, even the NFL, the NFL did, you know, they've always done like the Pro Bowl and um, you know the Walter painting that Dan talked about too is just like those were they've always used those hashtags on Twitter to get votes that way too. So yeah, it's definitely like I said, the like, Angel tried something different. You know, it's yeah. you know it's a, a learning experience. It's a learning. Curve. I'd love to it's see just, them try it again and we yeah, we thought we were not fun. the same engagement. We thought we were tracking ours. We said he's trending. We're winning. <laughs> And so I will say, you know, if they do uh, do it again that way, I just I hope a lot of the details are communicated way up front. So everyone kind of knows what they're getting into. And then they can even strategize around it better, too. Um, now, who knows what's going to happen with X that to me, these these contests are built for Twitter, um, you know, and, and I mean, you don't see a lot of hashtag usage on threads. And, uh, you know, while it is valuable on TikTok, I don't think their API works in a way where you can track total usage the same way, or at least it's not I don't yeah, know or or Facebook too. I mean, I don't yeah. even know. Like, that, so, yeah, it's it's definitely a Twitter thing for sure. The ship it's, may have sailed on that one a little bit, but that's you know that's okay. Um, you know, it's it's a learning opportunity. Uh, I'm glad our team had fun with the reaction on the social and digital side with it, and so hopefully we can uh, we can adjust uh, <laughs> moving forward there. So, hey, um, hey, I give the league a lot of credit for trying something different and new, and and doing something to engage fans a different way. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you tell the league to delete their Twitter account. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, that that's nice. always a good one. <laughs> yeah. That, that was just <laughs> so great. But it, it is 11 18 tonight on Monday when everyone listens to this that tells you how late we stayed up to do this. Yeah. Damn, thank you. So, I know, of course, I know we kind of had a time frame. I know we're way over two hours, but I think a lot of people are going to enjoy this. But I, no. I hope so. Hopefully, uh, you know, uh, it's an enjoyable you, show. But I appreciate the time. Yeah, you saw the engagement on Twitter. We were just getting flooded with questions. I mean, there were so many more we could have done, but a lot. We we had. We'll save those mess- for the next five times. You're there'll, right. there'll be more. There will always be more, especially as we get, especially as we get closer to the season. I'm sure. Yeah, we got some oh, yeah. stuff more. happening this year, and uh, you know, it's it's. I don't think anything will, will outside of winning the cup will match what we had last year with the you know, the outdoor game and, the, and the, the the fan fest and all that. But it's it's kind of nice to have an open slate, and there's some some key things that we're working on doing that I think if we do them right and we do them consistently over the next couple of years, it's going to have a really big impact on, on what we're building here. Oh, for sure. I, I know the three of us are excited because we're all planning on going to the uh, what Avs Canes in uh, February eighth. 
Oh, so cool! An, another another search cast reunion because we all met up for the first time. You'll have to come series. out. Of, you'll have to come Please out of your do, basement. Yeah. yeah, and you'll have to come out of your basement. We'll bring you cookies if you come crazy. out. <laughs> if we can, if we can get them past security, we'll let them know they're for you. Oh, wonderful! Yeah. I'll come up anyway. You know, no, it'd be it'd be obviously great to, to say hello, and uh, you know, mm -hmm. that'll be that'll be great. So I'll mark it on my calendar. And uh, is that a theme night? I don't think that is. Uh, no. No, it just, it just worked out because, you know, uh, we got a buddy of ours who is an Avalanche fan, but who, who's his second team is the Kings because of us. So, oh, cool. yeah, he was, supposed to, he was supposed to come out to the stadium series, but, you know, stuff came up. But he's, so him and Bailey are going to come up and then they're so they can go to that game. And there's another game, I think, on that Saturday as well. So they can I think we convinced the Whalers night this jersey. So. I, I, think, I, think that Saturday game, I think that Saturday game is the Whalers night game. Yeah, it sounds like it's around. I don't know the theme night schedule off the top of my head, but uh... – yeah, well, it's should be a lot of fun this year. Stay tuned yeah. for, for that. Uh, yeah. Speaking yeah. of, I, I did see we had this question. Sorry, I know we're mm -hmm. wrapping up. I did see this question, um, and someone asked, because we're talking about the abs and the whip, someone asked if there would ever be a Whalers versus Nordics. Oh, uh, yeah. We've tried to do that. It's just um, – it's always tough with the way – like, I think the, the, the Nordiques one was – I think it was, a, it, was a, it was a road uniform. So I guess it could have been done, um, but the time we they did it, our Whalers uniform was gray because it was part of the reverse retro. So I don't think we we're able to. Yeah. I mean, we're we're happy to explore that. I mean, over the last several days on the NFL side of things, um, clearly throwback cool. uniforms are very much in right now. Um, yeah, so I would expect the league. And just knowing knowing the community out here and how much it like they're still very much in tune with the Nordiques in a yeah. similar way as we are with the Whalers. Yeah. And it like that, that would be insane. And I, if I know management as well as I think that I do, Joe Sackick <laughs> would be so on board with that. I know, I know we at least there, there was a conversation about it. It just, we weren't able to make it work from a schedule standpoint because so much planning goes into it um, as far as like what are you wearing at home and the road. Well, and all. Hey, maybe if they stop planning games so close together and they actually yeah, spread them out a little bit, it might be, but uh, oh it'd be, it'd be cool to explore that. I forgive my ignorance here. Um, is the, is that part of the the abs uniform set that going into next season? Do they have a throwback like that they wear, or is that um, mm -mm. no? Okay. Um, they were thinking of holding on. I think Unless they're just they announced their... it later this off season, which I have no idea. Right? No, and as far as I'm aware, nothing yeah. like that is okay. happening. Yeah, we so. love to explore that. You know, there's also there's certain value to taking the whalers on the road uh, if we're able to. Um, you know, and and. Um, you know, the, the green always sells anywhere. Um, uh, or, so that's something that we'd be. I, I I know a lot a lot of people are like, bring the navy blues back. The, yeah. you know, the, the bring, bring, <gasps> please. Bring, please, uh, Dan, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I've heard some people say, go br bring back the white jerseys because even the white jerseys oh, yeah? are clean too. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, do you think fans yeah. would go for that, even if it's a road jersey? Oh, absolutely! <laughs> almost, almost, I almost two nineteen got her for like, almost. She's, 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 like, she's like, I got to save it for the Stanley Cup episode. <laughs> uh, well, now you know the title for that one. That's good to know. You know <laughs> I mean, the Jersey stuff. Uh, no, it's always it's always valuable. I, I, I um, obviously, I'm a Canes fan first and foremost. Uh, you know, and I love the Whaler stuff because the history, but. 
you know, this stuff sells well. It's a great revenue driver yeah. for us. But if we can also help other teams too, in that sense, and create some some fun for the league, uh, I'm all for it. So it's something we'll explore. Uh, definitely, it's something we have tried to. I know we wore the Whalers uniform in Boston the first year we had it, mm-hmm. um, but again, like we we like changing up the uniform thing a little bit, like the red helmets this year. I know that was a you know a, a, an ownership idea and when to test it out and, and now like the, i know the league really apparently likes it a whole lot uh, i know that i was talking to some executives at these meetings last week and they were like that's really cool we've actually really enjoyed the contrast that provides and there's some doubt i i don't know if it's like a mixed like i forgot what the feedback was from fans if they liked it or oh, not. The, I the, all, like, all the all the random black pants out of nowhere yeah people wash the shorts like what happened there's a whole there's a whole bunch of like superstition around it. That's more, all. Yeah. More conspiracies too, as, as they say. <laughs> so I, I, I'm, I don't normally do this, but I will take some credit for the, the black pants thing. Hey! <laughs> now we, so know. we found the culprit. We found I the was, culprit. I was just ladies chatting and, with Mike and gentlemen, tonight, we got and him. I, I was like, yeah. And I was like, you know, I said, you know what be crazy? Like if we just wore different color pants one night, like fans would talk like crazy. And they'd be like, what the hell is going on here? Um, we also did it though to do some light testing for our eventual um, reverse retro uniforms in the future with the red and the black because we knew those got agreed upon already. So I was like, I kind of want to see what it looks like and just to see how yeah, it photographs. Cool. And I was like, while we're at it, let's just see if black pants look good with the white ones. And this is like, do it, not really announce it. Just like, just <laughs> so it's like the stupidest thing, but like it'll get fans talking. And it did. Oh, it and- did. Oh, it did. Buffalo in March, like, why not? So, uh, oh, it, was, it, it definitely got some traction. That's yeah. for sure. So, yeah, I was I was sweating bullets when we were losing like the second game. The first one, I was like, all right, they got us. Like, what are you gonna do? And then we, I think we gave up a goal early and get the the home game in Buffalo. I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna get fired for this. Like, if they're gonna be super, 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 it's, it's like the, the the black pants are like they're just kryptonite to the team. We're like, nope, never again. We're everyone, it was just a. Everyone was like. Did they leave the other ones? Like it's, they were on road games, so like, did they leave the other ones? But when they traveled, are they dirty? What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> Laundry guy was, was on vacation. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, look at that. It got people talking on a Wednesday night against a Buffalo game. You know, why are the kids changing their pants? But you know, I mean, I mean, when you're playing Buffalo, I mean, you know, you kind of, yeah, you mark it. Um, well, I so I know. So we all probably know that the black jerseys are going to be the home jerseys again um, this year and stuff like that. It hasn't really been announced yet, but are you able to see what the third jersey might be for us this year? Or is that still kind of under locking key? Cause... I don't think I can say anything yet. Uh, we will uh, have okay. some updates on that soon. Um, okay. But a lot of it factors into sort of the planning cycles that exist and, and right. how far away you have to be for certain things. I think there'll be some interesting tidbits for y'all to enjoy once we do make that announcement sometime I mean, probably the next six weeks or something black pants coming back baby <laughs> hey, hey, all i'm saying is i would not we'll I, see. I wouldn't i wouldn't be upset if the 25th anniversary jerseys just stayed our alternates yeah. I, would not, I would not be upset. i'm a big fan of those uh those those we knew they were going to be popular i don't oh. Oh, 100%. how popular they were going to be. And uh, I'm a, uh, you know, if I had my way, we, you know, we wear that and the, and the white version of that all the time. I, I love the history with that. That said, I do love that we do offer some variety in our various uniforms and that like right. everyone is, is a different style and that might appeal mm-hmm. to different people. 
Uh, I've had a lot of my non um, non Canes fan friends uh, really be like, oh, I love the white uniform, and I'd be like, I can't like I like white uniforms, but I don't buy a lot of them. But I'm like people yeah. are like, oh, that's the one I would buy. Like even sometimes when we get like um, like Jeremy Chin, the uh, player for the Panthers. Yeah. He was like, I want a jersey. I was like, sure, we'll hook you up, no problem. Like, and I was like, which one do you want? He was like, Oh, no, I want the white one. And I was like, You don't want our home one, you don't want the black one? Like, everyone loves the black one. He was like, No, like the white one is sick. That, so that, that was pretty cool to to hear that. Yeah, the the white one's the only one I don't have because the when I went to the home opener, I think the only jerseys they had was Svetch. And I think it was like one, I think it was like two X, and that was it. Like that was the only so, one. They stain easy. So that's you know, obviously one one side. Uh, yeah, I yes, I got the white one to get the players to sign for the open house. And it already did get some stains on it that my mom and I didn't even wear it, like it was just sitting somewhere and I got something on it. So yeah, I, I will say that. And especially going to a hockey game, I can't imagine me. Yeah, I'm sure my yeah. I'm sure my black one has gotten stuff spilled on it. Do I know? No. Yeah. So that's like great of it but, but um, stay tuned for some uniform uh news though and and i don't think it'll be in july but i think sometime in august so you'll get some right. information oh, well well you heard it here first first everyone we got some uh possible jersey announcements coming soon I have, so oh my gosh we can't end this episode because i keep coming up with things to ask <laughs> i have yeah, two will be back i know okay two last questions because one one is time specific one is not um so there, in the past, we have done the big, um, like, Canes Bash, yeah, yeah. Canes Casino, mm-hmm. and of course, with uh, 2020 and so oh, like, the like one those things have gone. Season. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, where, yeah, do, are we going to expect to have anything like that come oh, up again? So I, know I feel like I saw that on a website and it said something like, coming like soon but it never had like a date and i didn't know if that was like uh that reminds me of something else that i can share with you guys too but as far as that i know our foundation leads the the push on those types of events so i don't know if it's coming back this year or not um it may be uh but i don't know officially um i know we haven't done it in a couple of years but we also didn't do the the alumni game in a couple of years and we brought it back last year so there's always a chance i just i don't know off um you know right now you mentioned website though one thing i can share with you guys is uh, you can expect to see a brand new carolina hurricanes website um prior to the start um nice. that is something that the nhl is uh investing in some pretty significant upgrades to uh the web platform similar to um is that know, is that like specific to the hurricanes or is that happening? Yeah, it'll be every every club in the in the okay. league. Um, I, I, figured. I, I believe it's the same platform that the uh NFL uses. Um oh, so okay. yeah, it'll, it'll look a little similar to that, which will be great because it'll be very usable on a multitude of devices and be very responsive if you're on like an iPhone or a tablet or a, or a laptop, uh, which will be really good. It'll pair well with our mobile app that's on a soft launch right now. Um, that will probably yes. you know push hard. You know, any anyone can download it right now. We're just not pushing it very hard while we do. Yeah, look at that Wait, right there. Points. You said there's the app is already out. What? It is out. It is out. We, we we won't heavily promote it until the start of the season once we've worked out a couple of bugs. There's still a few tweaks right. to make, but we wanted to get it out there so it is easier to really push the heck out of it. Um, come probably late September, whenever the preseason. As a beta ish tester it's really cool like oh, it's it's very hel- like it's got all the stuff you were looking for all in one place and it functions i mean i know I, you said a few things to work on it functions pretty smoothly I mean, yeah, it's it's already got seven five-star ratings and i can just tell you right now I just, I, 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 I just <laughs> i just downloaded it and it yeah yep, already perfect yeah because i've always because i know other teams just recently um 
they've mm-hmm. just put theirs out. And I've always in the back of my mind, I'm like, it'd be great to have a Kins one because I can delete the the AHL app. I don't have to worry about their slow tendencies and how that is. But just be able to have a Hurricanes one's fantastic. And now the fact we got one. Yeah, I am excited about that. There's a lot of fun potential with it. I, I worked with this company when I was at the Panthers uh, and at the Nets, and they're they're a solid group. Uh, but if you want to get an idea of, of uh, how some teams are using it, I think that Penguins have been on this platform for a number of years. Uh, I'm sure they take uh, you know good advantage of, of how it operates. So uh, that'll be a good idea. Uh, but we're excited about that. Obviously, a lot of other fun things happening uh, too. But we'll we'll save that for the next time we all we all chat. <laughs> Yes, uh, okay. for sure. Yes, last question. Fire are away. the Canes? Are the Canes? Because this is what's going on right now. And mm-hmm. I, I, I assume you're aware of it because it's what's running all over any social media right now. Are the Canes Barbie or Oppenheimer? Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. You, <laughs> you had to bring that up. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think it really depends on the situation. I think 95% of the time we're Barbie. And I think... Five percent of the time, typically after after playoff uh, series wins, we're Oppenheimer. Okay, uh, I like. Yep, good answer. So uh, that's that's <laughs> it. But I'm really excited to see uh, both of them. I know some people on our staff went to see Oppenheimer over the weekend and, and thought it was great. I mean, all of Nolan's movies are really good. I'm more excited to see Barbie um, personally. I will vouch <laughs> Barbie. No, no, no. I will vouch. Barbie is so good. Yeah. Like and it's like- not. It's not like some little toy movie, and it's not just straight geared towards girls like it's oh, got i love the direction it's, it's very well done very yeah, I'm, well I'm done excited to see it i mean i look forward to seeing both i know i had a buddy that went to see that and insidious back to back and i was like, that's a <laughs> weird take but actually you know, i don't go to movies that often so I, i'm gonna have to wait till that one uh, hits streaming but uh, i will i'm looking forward to it and uh i definitely think that we're probably if just based on the trailers i think we're a little bit more barbie but uh like I said, um, we aren't afraid to, you know, I'm not even going to make a bomb joke. We're just going to move on to the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will say this. So just playing around with your new uh, app that you guys have out already, already in love with it. Glad I, you yeah, like it. Yeah. Like the, like the little draft, like the draft section tab you guys at the did bottom see, with, with all you the, see the wall. Do you see the wallpaper, Zach? There's wallpapers in there already. Oh, oh no! Not, not, you go to, K- you go to KDX not Central. Of, not a lot of new ones yet, because I kind of just we, we populated some basic ones in there just to have it. But let me see. Uh, where would that even be at? If, if, if you go to more, oh KDX Central. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, I do see them now. Okay, yeah. They've got wallpapers, Kane's crew, watch parties, email newsletter, Kane's cast. I mean, of course, you know, all the socials, pick your app icon. There was a way, there's some kind of bug uh, until we update this, but there was like 12 different icons you could actually have for the, the app. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Cause yeah, it's, I see like the Whalers one and the alternate logo and all that. So yeah, I thought you yeah. were about to say there was a bug and it says Twitter instead of X right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I'll get on that. Oh boy. See, that's yeah. these things with these rebrands. They, the mm-hmm. uh, ripple effect of them, but yeah, I'll let you sure. worry about that. And I will. But yeah. So everyone who is listening, please go download the new uh, hurricanes app. Like, yeah. I know dance. I know you said it's on a soft launch, but already seven, five star ratings. Like I just used it for like a good few seconds. It's already fast. It's amazing. It's like, now I don't got to worry about NHL bugging itself out when i'm trying to check out scores now it's just canes canes and more canes so yeah so, and the radio uh, feed will be on there there's a lot more features that we're building out um so hopefully uh, that'll that'll be ready to go by september and we'll be good to get to launch awesome well dan i know we said thank you like 
I don't know, a half hour. Maybe. <laughs> it's a pleasure speaking with y'all. You know, yeah, it's, it's always nice to talk about this stuff with three uh, kind souls uh, such as yourself. So well, I appreciate we appreciate well, you, friend. Well, yeah. Well, you're too nice, and you know we appreciate it. But so before we let you go, though, um, I know you kind of have. I know you have X, Twitter, all that good stuff. But yeah. um, if you want to promote that, go ahead. Um, if you want to shout out your entire, the canes. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you, if you want to shout out your entire crew too, because I know you have a whole yeah. bunch of people behind the scenes that people might not even know about. I mean, shout them out. We, we want to give make sure oh, that boy. everyone, um, you know, gets their shine because I mean they, they all do such an amazing job and like they should definitely get praised for all the amazing work they do because yeah, you guys bring us entertainment and the interactions are just always fantastic. So. No, we we're we're incredibly uh, blessed with the the marketing staff, but also the entire organization, our, our ticketing team and CR and partnerships. I mean, they oh, yeah. they all do an amazing job. Um, you know, it's 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 the best place I've ever worked um, by a mile, and I'm I'm proud to represent uh, this team. And it was a question a while back that I think Kat shared that. It was like, uh, you know, why, what do you love about your job? Um, and that's one thing, I guess I, I didn't answer that one because I was focused on the networking and the career advice <laughs> piece of it. Uh, but it's a good thing to end on is, uh, I know it sounds cliche, but uh, at this stage in my career, it really is the people that keeps me at, at the Hurricanes. And I know it's like, oh, okay, that's, a, that's a, like a, everyone says that. But no, like, I really mean it. Like, it's the staff that we have there, the relationships that we build, the people that I really deeply care about and enjoy working with and seeing every day and just that make me feel really happy to, to work with, uh, you know, and proud to, to be able to, to kind of get inspired by. That's really lucky. And I had elements and shades of that in previous stops, but uh, this is a really special organization inside and out. And, um, you know, it's, it's something that's, uh, that's what keeps me here. It really is the people and the fans are very, very special too. So, um, that's, uh, that's the only shout out I want to give because I don't want to embarrass anybody by or forget. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, that's, that's, uh, we're, we, we, it's a great organization and it, it starts at the top down from Tom and Don and, and Rod and everybody else. Yeah, no culture is definitely amazing. The organization is great. I mean, we saw it in just, you know, top social medias across the board, you know, everyone saw that. And then just the, you know, the attendance second best in the league and setting records for the stadium series and then a club hockey game. And, you know, just, and yeah, like the alumni got 6,000 people to show up to. It's just, it's, it's all amazing. All right. So Kat, to wrap up everything, where can people find you and our fantastic network? Yeah, if they want to check out our network, of course, you can find us on Twitter at 5 in a game SN. Um, also, YouTube at 5GSN. It's the number 5 and then GSN. Also on TikTok at 5GameSN. All the fun places to find our network. Um, and then if you want to find me um, on Twitter, X, whatever it is called, <laughs> uh, still at Kaniac Chick. Uh, uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram or TikTok, it's KBT. Hunter 74 um, and hopefully more videos will be coming out soon as it gets close as I'm done moving and we're getting closer to the season coming up and you know we always have some fun news if I get the right sounds I will <laughs> share <laughs> Bailey where can people find the podcast and you on the socials you can find me over on Twitter slash X, whatever, at Bailey Curtis, and that's <laughs> Bailey with two Ys. Um, you can find me over on Instagram at Bailey Lynn Curtis. Um, if you are interested in following uh, some of my endeavors outside of Carolina Hurricanes coverage, 
Um, I do cover the Colorado Eagles up in uh, Loveland out here in Colorado. Um, so be sure to follow me over on Twitter slash X at FPH Eagles uh, for some of that content. We are getting ready to hop out of our uh, July hiatus. So there's going to be a bunch of cool comment or er, content coming out here in August. Um, if you want to follow the Surgecast, we are literally the Surgecast on all platforms, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube. I run things over on the YouTube side. So if you're watching this, hi, hello, how are you doing? Um, be sure to hit that red subscribe button down below. Uh, leave a comment. Let us know uh, if you have any other questions that you kind of want to leave for Dan as we see him in future episodes. Because who are we kidding he'll be back um <laughs> whenever, whenever whenever you do see this video because we are on a massive backlog on yes videos. i do have a lot You're to sad. kind of get everything's evergreen yeah. <laughs> um so uh yeah be sure to leave uh those comments down below hit that uh thumbs up button and be sure to hit that bell notification icon um so you're notified when these episodes do eventually get posted. Um, be sure to check out the <laughs> link trees in our bios on all of our social platforms for uh, ways to listen to episodes, uh, things like that. We've got a bunch of information in those link trees for you. Yeah. Uh, and for me, find me at one true Zach on Twitter. That's only true Zach is actually spelled out. It's not the number one uh, Instagram side of things. It's Zach R Martin 22 more of the hobby stuff. There's going to be some hockey there. There's D&D, lots of D&D, um, nerd stuff, what do you know? Um, and then find my articles as well on Field Pass. I cover the Greenville Swamp Rabbits. Uh, that is FPH Swamp Rabbits. Go check them out at fieldpasshockey.com for all articles. Not just for me and Bailey, but for everyone else over there as well. Um, just make sure to check all I that have an stuff awesome out. crew over there. Yep, definitely uh, got some podcasts over there too. If you want to listen to more minor league hockey as well, so we got, yeah, we got the Holy Grail for AHL, and we got Three Periods Pod, which it might be changing its name here soon. So um, definitely check that. That's more that's our ECHL side of things as well. Um, but yes, that will wrap up this very very long episode, but definitely. Probably Why would you, yeah? If you don't want to see Barbie or Oppenheimer, just listen to or watch this episode. It'll. Yeah. I mean, I mean, hey, our season three premiere episode <laughs> is also two and a half hours, and it's our most downloaded episode. So I mean, y'all are I, sick. I hey, I That's wouldn't be surprised. Awesome. I wouldn't be surprised that this one will be our most downloaded episode as well. Mm -hmm. So I mean, uh, just, let me know if it is, but if it's not, don't tell me. And then uh, <laughs> <laughs> protect we'll like, yeah, just fine. a bit. Yeah, it was fine. You know, it, it was all right. But if it if it if it beats Mike, we can tell you, and you can go brag about it to him if you want. No, we've got a wonderful relationship, so uh, no, we will have to uh, we'll have to see. But no, thank you for having me. I appreciate you very much, and uh, keep doing what you're doing because you're doing it great. No, thank appreciate you. Thanks. We appreciate it. But until I guess later this week or next week for episode five of season three of the Surge Cast, I'm Zach. I'm Bailey. I'm Kat. With our amazing guest, Dan Lacharaka. We'll see you here next time at. <laughs> <laughs>